Hey boys, looking for something to rock your world? Have you been fantasizing about a hot new DVD or maybe an adventurous new toy? How about a luxurious new lube? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to AdamMail.com now and you'll get 50% off just about any sexy ass item. That's right, y'all. 50% off. But you know what? That is not all. When you choose one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free all-male DVDs that are sure to get you in the mood. And to top it off, they're going to throw in free shipping. Are, are you kidding about that? Free shipping of all your sexy stuff. They are not teasing. So look, if you love this podcast and want to support us and also enjoy sexy, erotic stuff, check out AdamMail.com right now for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type Pimp for the offer code at checkout. When you do, you'll get three hot old mail DVDs and free shipping on your entire order. Just use offer code PIMP. That's pimp at adammail.com. That's PIMP at ADAMMALE.com. Adam Mail for all your sexy needs. Lube. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not used to this setup. I feel like we're in like a weird family feud situation. We're like, we are. I want my money. <laughs> Dad didn't have How me. many people? What? What? It's like. Um, we have survey says. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What's the first thing you do when you go to the bathroom? Okay. Pull my pants down. <laughs> Pull my pants down. Release feces. <laughs> All right, you said uh, pull my pants down and release feces. Do I say feces? Fifty people agreed. Fifty people agreed. Let's see. The number one answer was Jo while I shit. <laughs> Damn it! God, I wouldn't have thought of that. I wouldn't have thought of that. Dad the other mom. answers were lumpkin <laughs> and lumpkin. pussy discharge. Pussy discharge. Do <laughs> yeah. you know what a lumpkin is? No. no. What is it? Lumpkin is when. <laughs> what is it? A lumpkin is when someone gives you a blowjob while you're taking a shit. No. <laughs> is that a real thing? I don't know, but um, uh, lumpkin. My ex used to used to be like. Do you want me to give you a lump? <laughs> I was like, no, I do not want a lump. <laughs> That's such a grody word for it. It's so gross. At least call it magic time or something. Lumpkin. <laughs> well, oh we, we call J-O-ing poopsturbating. Poopsturbating. J-O while you poop. I mean, I've never done it, but. Don't lie, Todd. <laughs> poopsturbating. <laughs> Okay, ready, everyone? I can't let go really, of the lumpkin. That's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot to learn. Are you feeling really faggoty? Are you feeling really faggoty? Feeling faggoty? Faggoty? Faggoty?
Hello, everyone. Hello, 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 and welcome to Gay Pimpin' with John and McGovern. Yay! Oh, my goodness. Yay! Uh, yay! Oh, I was hoping that crazy baby <laughs> would still come out. Yay! <laughs> Somebody didn't feed crazy baby. Oh, my goodness. It is a beautiful Hollywood day, and I am your host, Mr. John and McGovern, your uncle gay, Captain Penis. Homo Electro. Do you like that? That's when I'm a robot, a homo electro. I'm a homo, a homo electro. I like Captain Penis. Captain Penis. That's my superhero alter ego. Up in the sky. Up up in your butt. What's that on my face? It's Captain Penis. Hooray. Well, I'm not here by myself, everyone. I'm not here by myself, everyone. I'm here with some beautiful, lovely people, including one juicy, butch, delightful Tracy and body by Tracy Anderson. With her, and you are really working the legs today, uh-huh. Henty. I'm wearing my short shorts today. <laughs> you are. I saw you, and I said, "You look so trim." <laughs> She's beautiful. She's tough. She's ready for a workout, Miss Julie Goldman. Earth killer, Earth killer, Earth killer. <laughs> yep, got my. Short shorts on and my muscle tee. And your car is big as Colorado. <laughs> my car that I'm going to live in soon. Feeling good. <laughs> Feeling good. <laughs> At least I still got the car. At least I still got the car. Yep. Body by trip. Metamorphosizing day by day. Uh, Brandy was telling me that you guys have been doing Tracy Anderson now for a year. It's like that? she's your trainer. It is like she's the trainer. She is. She's like, yeah. They send you a DVD every month. Well, it's every like every months. three months. Every three months. Yeah, because you get three DVDs. Oh, okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. And like you do, I know you're doing the abcentric workouts. I'm doing abcentric <laughs> because that's my problem area. Uh-huh. <laughs> I just can't lose the baby weight. <laughs> no and I can't find I the baby. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. I never gave birth, and yet there's all this baby weight, and I can't get rid of it. Shucks. God damn it. That's twins. So you've been doing it. You do. I now when I talked to Busy Phillips, celebrity Busy Phillips, oh, she said she, Tracy Anderson was her trainer because she's famous. Maybe Tracy Anderson is oh. actually training her. She probably physically sees Tracy. Maybe Anderson. actually sees Tracy Anderson. Right. She well, said it's not the, working. The <gasps> oh Ben, oh Ben, oh Ben, oh snap, oh. Whoa! 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 Whoa. Hey! I'm gonna fall, girl! Girl. I hope she's not listening! Uh, 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 (laughs) That was for you, Sam. (laughs) Well, there's gotta, we might as well give an intro to this uh, piercing wit, this jab of irony, Miss Brandy Howard! Yay! Yay! I'm a bitch. <laughs> I speak the truth. I'm sorry if you can't handle it. I'm keeping it real like in the Bad Girls Club. I keep it real. <laughs> I would love to see you on a Bad oh, Girls oh Club God. show because you would murder oh. them all. Murder. When the cameras are on, panic attacks while the cameras were off and yeah. hiding in the bathroom. Yeah, I mean. Psyching yourself up. Yeah, right. they're so fucking scary on those shows. Ooh, girl. But yeah, yeah I would have to do some full on fucking. 
they took my shit and threw it over a balcony, I would just pop two Xanax, get an axe, and destroy every fucking thing in that house, and peace out and go to jail for two days. Like, I would go out like that. Yeah, but you wouldn't They'd be scared of getting you, murdered. You wouldn't, it would just be their stuff. You wouldn't on that show. They'd fuck with all those girls and fucks with their stuff. They fucking beat each other up and they don't go to jail. Yeah, yeah. But if I took an that. axe and destroyed the set in the control room. And I mean, the you'd probably, you'd, you'd <laughs> Maybe probably the be room. off the show, at least until the reunion. Yeah. yeah. Maybe the control and you, you know what? room. An axe, destroying an axe with an axe, all the property, you'd get a spinoff. Oh, my God, yeah. Called Keeping It Sharp with Brandy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, listen, she hasn't lost any weight. This is back to to busy. busy. <laughs> I think I think committing to Tracy Anderson is hard. Oh my god, the dancing's extremely dorky. And what I told you, Johnny, was that she ruined my real dancing. My social <laughs> my social dance game is ruined by her because you're only doing Tracy. What is the cardio like that she has you do? Because when Busy showed me, and I think she looks great by the way um uh, she did just jumping up and down on one leg and the other hop 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 hoppity hop it's like hop dancing yeah but it's really and like moving arms weird whoever <laughs> moves her arm like that not many Julie's people doing a weird not many wave flip, waving, waving, oh, arm and flip. then i'm gonna Come here. Then you're Go bringing there. it in. Come here. Like a cunty, cunty air traffic controller. Yes, it like is like cunty that. crossing guard. Stop. Go. Halt. Cross. That's exactly what it is. Exactly. And then with your feet, it's like kicking, kicking, kicking. So when you were on your Russia cruise, you were like, I'm going to turn it on the dance floor. Well, I was and then minding my own business. Uh-huh. And then unfortunately, <laughs> Call Me Maybe came on. Oh. And something came over me. And I was like, oh, no, I need to dance to this song. And then I and then I didn't even know what I was doing. I was just in my own world because it's all 60 year olds. And what do I care? And then this lady, Karen Williams, who does stand up with Julie, who's black, came up behind me and was like, "Ooh, white girl dancing. And I was like, oh, she's right. (laughs) (laughs) She's fucking right. I'm dorking on. What am I doing? It's like I wasn't even it's so ingrained now. It's like, first of all, I went out on the floor and did a level 10. You know how you get out and you just like act cool. Uh Yeah, just step step Yeah, your hip hop dance, Mm -hmm. you're sexy. Yep, do a little brush off the shoulder, brush off the shoulder. Because the one thing you don't want anyone to ever tell you is that you look white. Right. Oh, and, and I know how to dance, okay, for the mm-hmm. record. I mean, you're Brandy. You've managed to look cool in every situation for the last 20 <laughs> yeah. years. Yes, and I do not, and I do have rhythm, and I and I don't go on the dance floor and take it to a level 10 right away, <laughs> which I did. I was jumping and sweating within 10 seconds to call me maybe. Wow. And then I was like, Tracy Anderson has ruined my dancing. What would I do if a rap song was on? What would I do if it was like a slower slow jam? I All the know. same. Stop. Come here. <laughs> go back. Now cross. Now stop and kick and stop and kick and jump and kick and cross. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. so 80s, so Very 90s, 80s. so 80s, wow. so bad. But Do you hate her now? Because when I was doing <laughs> P, P90X, I did it for a good two months before I lost my fucking <laughs> mind. Because it's the same motherfucker every day Say X, X, X. <laughs> It's the greatest arm workout ever. X. Every time I slowly got intense, he said X. And then he had the people behind him go X. And they made an X symbol with their arms. Even in the yoga, he would be like X. <laughs> X. Tony Horton. Tony Horton. I just had to stop. Yeah. Because also in P90X, 
starts off very reasonable, one workout a day. And then it goes to two a day. And then it goes to three a day. And you don't have time to do it. That's insane. Yeah. Too much. Too much. There's some some resentment. There's some resentment against Tracy. There's some resentment towards TA. Well, I I stopped doing the dancing. And now when we're in continuity, she sends us a new dance DVD, Mm -hmm. which is just her doing the same air traffic controller jumps right but julie needed to text me and go just so you know she has long pin straight extensions now <laughs> <laughs> like we're, we're monitoring like how she changes her hair it was curly extensions and now i guess it's long long and straight. straight with bangs oh yeah. <laughs> thanks with bangs and she was teeny tiny bangs with the uh, <laughs> iv scars okay 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 Okay. Okay. Tracy Anderson, you have teenage bangs and you have an IV scar, okay? It's crusty, okay? Yeah, that's right. And she, uh, so I'm trying to get back into the day. It's hard though, because you just, I, know. I have, a, so I have to schedule my workouts with people, and I've been really pumping it to the limit lately. Because I was traveling, and you know traveling equals drinking yep. and not being able to do regular workouts. So I've been back in town for like a whole two weeks straight. And I've been doing two to three workouts a day. Whoa. It's the only way to, it's just like, it's just the only way to do it. Then I'll schedule social time with people. I'll have different people schedule for different hikes all day. <laughs> and I'll do the hard way twice. Brandy, Brandon, and I, Brandon and I went hiking the hard way, and I said I did it once this morning. And a workout with Gerg, and wow. it was a hundred and fifteen degrees oh too. Oh my god, it was so hot. Ugh. To go out there three times a day in that heat up on that hill, I mean that's dedication. That's why trainers are, look good because it's their whole life. Totes. I mean, what are we supposed to do? Dedicate our lives to this? No. It's so boring. Yeah, it's so boring. We've been starving ourselves, though. Birth weight diet. Birth weight diet. Hashtag birth weight diet. <clears throat> yeah, that is really the only thing that's uh, working now. And Julie's finally gotten on board before she used to be defensive and she'd go, I have to eat. I'm hungry, okay? I'm going to eat. I'm not going to go without eating in the mornings. I'm going to eat something. I'm going to have a hard-boiled egg. And I go, fine. 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 That's not what anorexics do. And now she's full on not eating till 3, 3 p.m., not eating till dinner. I mean, there's other things involved. <laughs> um, extenuating circumstances, but it's true. Now I am um, just trying to do one meal. <laughs> um, in an ideal world, uh, when things are ideal again someday, I will go back to adding a meal. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it might be, but it'll just be a, I won't, I'm definitely going to, ch- things have just changed. My life is, it's just, there's There's no turning back now. There's no turning back. For the, the, the change the, the of life that's beauty. happened. Yeah, and hopefully if we can just lose a little more weight and just feel fun. And then once things start to change better, then we'll add a meal. Mm-hmm. But it won't be crazy. Won't be crazy. No. Won't be Cheeto butter pie. Won't be Cheeto butter pie. <laughs> and it probably won't be, it'll just be two meals a day, probably. Probably. Or it'll be like maybe anorexic few days and then just treat treats one a treat day. Or a cheat day. Yeah. Cheat day. Treats. Hey. <laughs> I, I want to be normal. Okay? I want to yeah. be normal. Well, it's eat. not happening. There's no stopping. No not stopping. Now. You can never stop exercising. <laughs> can't eat anything but ground turkey. It's the reason why I decided that when I win Food Network Star, my show is called Naturally Fat with Shauna McGovern. <laughs> and it's a show all about cooking ground turkey because that's the only kind you can have. And make sure it's extra lean. 
Hold one on. Of the, one Hold of the on. greatest secrets that I've found out is the, uh, I can't believe it's not butter spray. <laughs> Don't just spray it. Pour it on. Then okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a stick of butter. Exactly. I'm going to tune in. I'm going to tune in to your show. I'm going to give day. you a job on my show oh, as my friend. God. I want to come in and be like, what are we making today, Johnny? And then, <laughs> come on, Julie. Let's get in here. And then, Julie's a great friend of mine. She used to not like ground turkey until <laughs> I started to get to her. And now it's extra lean. You know what's only. what's funny is I used to not like ground turkey. And now, ever since cooking with Johnny, I love it. Because uh, I know I'm naturally fat. And the only way that I can become thin is by eating the leanest possible meat. And it's true. And it's worked. And it's worked. And now I'm almost not fat. <laughs> If I, there was a show called Naturally Fat, 150%, I would watch that show. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best title I've ever It's heard. amazing. It's amazing, Johnny. Naturally Although the fat. ground turkey doesn't work for Russell oh, Goldman. That's true. I do give ground turkey to the dog. And the dog doesn't like it? He's still fat. He's still fat. He's fat. <laughs> you, probably don't give, you probably don't give the dog extra lean ground turkey, Julie. Maybe you're right. Maybe You're it's giving not- him regular ground turkey. And can I just tell you, oh. if, you're, if mm. you're looking at ground turkey... Yeah. You're thinking, oh, it's ground turkey. I'm going to get one. Make sure it's the extra lean because the lean, you might as well just be eating a hamburger. Oh. The difference in fat between, now we're really getting into my yeah, food. Yeah, we're getting into it. It's a health and wellness show as well. <laughs> ground turkey that just says lean on it, the, the package still is 40 grams of fat. Whoa. The package that says extra lean, you can eat the whole package, six grams of fat. What? Wow. I have the no huge idea. Difference. You know who would know that? Our other friend here, Todd Masterson. Because Todd was on the Biggest Loser diet and lost a bunch of weight. And I bet they told you to get Jenny O ground turkey because those hoes always be getting some synergy going on. Jenny O is in the book. (laughs) It's in the book, but you have to get extra lean. Extra lean. Because lean, you might as well just have a hamburger because you're still eating tons of fat. That's so much fat. Yeah. Who knew? I didn't know. Yep. Is it weird that we're all obsessed with dieting near in L.A. and all we do is think about how we look and being... Sanitized? Well, Todd and I are gay, so that everyone who's gay is always think of dieting. It's all I think uh, of. Julie Goldman's a... And you are both starlets, and so you have to think about your weight. Mm-hmm. That's right. And I'm sure all of our listeners can relate. Yes, everyone cares about how they look, whether you're gay or straight, les, bi, or trans. Everyone under the rainbow spectrum cares about what they look like and what they put in their body. Body dysmorphia! Yay! Ooh, that would be a good name for a show, yeah. too. Body dysmorphia. But that's Brand- uh, Brandy, dysmorphia. that's your show. That's Brandy's show. That's Brandy's show on Food Network. Would it, it be after your guys' Body yeah. Dysmorphia by Brandy. Tune in to Food Network's new double duo. The new health and wellness lineup will that'll have you laughing your way to thin. Starting with Naturally Fat with Johnny McGovern. And followed by Body Dysmorphia with Brandy Howard. Then Julie Goldman and that dyke from my New England hit the road on my pussy trail. We're just two buds going around eating food. Come on, Bloods, bro, let's go. <laughs> So uh, you guys both watched Next Food Network Star. Todd, do you watch Next Food Network Star? I didn't watch this season at all. Well, you missed out on the greatest show of all time. So I've been told. It was great. You Loved said it. to watch it. You gave us, you said you were watching that. And 
one other thing, and I swear Julie went right home to her DVR and put <laughs> both that shit in there. What was the other thing? Was it HGTV? I, I mean, I definitely, they're both going at the same time. Oh, Chopped is also good. Was Chopped it? is very good. But I mean, my real obsession was Food Network Star. I mean, every year it's on and it comes on once a year. And every time it comes on, I go, oh my God, Food Network Star is back. <laughs> I love Food Network Star. And I mean, couldn't stop watching it. Because you know why it's good? It's good because it's not only a cooking contest, mm -hmm. but it's also a TV hosting contest. Yeah. They also have to be able to prepare the food live and mm -hmm. talk to people live. They also have to come up with a concept for their show, find a POV. I mean, there's so many different things they have to get right. And none of them do. <laughs> and there's so many of them that do not. I mean, to get all the elements. And the public speaking, I mean, I didn't feel any of them were really natural in front of the camera. No. That they were all probably really good cooks except for marty who then would go off on weird tangents well if you haven't watched food network star the final four were marty with the party i'm old but i still wish i could be a food network star and if you're ever having a problem with having a party at home if it gives you the heebie-jeebies don't worry about it i'll be a caterer a bartender and a decorator all on speed dial so i thought she was going to be america's pick and then there was also Justin, who's a real lispy kind of weirdo, <laughs> lives in Williamsburg, and he's the rebel without a, with a culinary cause. And he made something very disgusting on the gross. final episode. So gross. Fucking aspic. Aspic, which is like a jello, like a he made a Caesar jello. salad aspic. He made a Caesar salad jello. I never even heard of an aspic before. Yeah, it's like a quivery thing. Oh, it's gelatin. <laughs> it's jello to keep it with stuff in it. Yeah. And then he, then he, then he, because his whole concept was, I'm gonna make weird food. I was yeah, like it's gonna, gonna be crazy it. weird and crazy good. And the camera comes real close to my face, and when I'm talking to you, I go real close, and I go, hey, hey, it's me, Justin. You can't, you bet you can't believe that you can have Jello, Jelson, see the croutons, <laughs> and see the salad dressing all in one thing. You put it all in Jello. My lips it's are delicious. extremely weird. <laughs> They're very red, and my They're, teeth are very like apart. They're like plum colored. <laughs> then I'm gonna put lettuce on the grill. I'm gonna burn it. I'm gonna shove it in the aspic. Mm, yeah, his it's final delicious. pilot. For his show, Rebel with a Culinary Cause, was he burnt lettuce on a grill, and then he put a Off piece cutting. of gelatin dressing on top, Ugh. and it melted. And then he had the gall to say, that looks so good. Yeah. And then he so said, it's refreshing. Mmm, refreshing. <laughs> what? An alleyway, like a an alley that had like oh, spray yeah. paint. Right. It, it just, the whole thing was so gross. And like, isn't Caesar salad, doesn't it? I love Caesar salad. Mm -hmm. But doesn't it just walk the line of gross? Like, it's the thing where you're like, that can't be sitting out too long. No. That's creamy and there's an egg in it. And there's yeah. anchovies in it. Yeah. Anchovies. It's got to be a lot fresh. You, and you definitely don't want to gel. Uh, uh, I'm not like, mm, let me see. What kind of jello should I get? Chocolate, <laughs> vanilla, <laughs> strawberry. Oh, Caesar salad pudding. I love Caesar salad pudding. So gross. Uh. You know one thing, everyone? It's me, chocolate pudding. Oh, chocolate pudding. Chocolate pudding. Uh, Where were I you? just want to know that I, one of my greatest enemies in the whole world <laughs> is one bitch. Named Caesar Salad Porter. Oh. And when I was watching Food Network Star Julie, and I saw them making a dish named after my arch nemesis, I was so angry. I stormed into Food Network and I demanded my own show. Right, did you get it? 
Yeah, but it's called spooky fries with chocolate water. <laughs> it's like I'm a psychic and I capture spirits and I put them in fries. Mm, and then you eat them and good. you get haunted by them. Oh, great. You eat them and get haunted by them. Hey, I'm chocolate pudding. I used to own a restaurant called Spooky Fry Hut. <laughs> It was a psychic shop snack shop. It closed because it was a terrible, terrible idea. But I've decided to take my with my experience as a spooky fry chef and bring it to the Food Network. And I'm going to bring it! Yeah. Chocolate pudding, your personality is strong, but your spooky fries were not well received. We're all possessed now. I felt like I was eating my grandfather and I didn't like it. Because you were eating your grandfather. I got him and I put him in a fry for you. That's the only way to get your repressed members out. Eat a ghost and eat the fry. I didn't mind my ghost. I could have used a tad more chili on mine. Oh, really, Susie? Well, eat my pussy, bitch. Eat my pussy. I don't give a shit what you think. That's one thing I love about Food Network oh Star God. also is that the judges are so cunty. So they are cunty. so cunty. And they will also, when someone's bombing, they cut to the judges and, just, and mm. the judges are not poker face. They're no. like, ugh, mm, giving each other looks. Yeah. Susie has the greatest face. Susie's the lady judge. She's the VP of marketing. I was wondering what they were. Yeah, she's VP of marketing. So she's in charge of getting you all like the chocolate butter spooky fry oh. hut home spooky fry maker or whatever. And Bob Tushman's the head of programming. So they really are powerful. Oh. And Susie, though, is a bitch. Susie, she's such a bitch. Susie will... Even if she's smiling, you can read her eyes when you're bombing, mm-hmm. and you do not want to face Susie. Mm. Yeah, she didn't like half of them, and it was just clear. Like oh, personally, like dream. she's disgusted by them. Yeah, yeah, definitely disgusted by them. I love her for that. Yeah. yeah, but you knew it was rigged when old Lesbo got the crab shells in the fucking. Oh yeah, she left the dish, shells. and then she was in the finals. Well, because her POV was strong. Now, the other contestants, I don't want to leave people out who haven't heard it. The other final four contestants were um, Lesbo, a.k.a. Julie (laughs) Goldman. Blonde blonde Julie Goldman. I mean. I'm way better looking, though. You're you're definitely more attractive than she is, but she was working a hard Goldman effect. She was attractive, I found. She She had blonde, shorty hair, a nose ring. She was her talk like this. I'm Michelle, and I want to take you to my new England. <laughs> We're going to go clamming and the, the shores of Massachusetts and then I'm going to take you to Rhode Island where you're going to have the greatest clam chowder you've ever had in your fucking life. She's a little bit like Moni McGovern. I'm Joni bit. McGovern's cousin uh, who's a F to M on T. Oh. I'm going to take you to my New England. I'm going to get you some street moans. And we're going to take tea. And we're going to get real angry. Street moans. She had a thing where I, her a thing was, she, where I was like, can you believe it? Like Crazy. You know what I mean? We're going to go to New England. I can't believe we're going there. And we're going to eat clams. I love New England. I love New England so much. I and love it. Saltics and the Bruins. And it's briny. And sweet. Yeah, she would make in sexual innuendos right. sometimes. She would. You can have these oysters, and you're gonna go home, and you're gonna have to shove it in. <laughs> can you believe it? You're gonna take your girlfriend, you're gonna finger her all night, and you guys just lick it. Oh my god, Chiara, I mean, that- your teeth are so big. I want to sit on your face. What? I don't know. What am I doing? 
Oh, I love your little arms. Oh my God. Gianna has the weirdest body God. and face of anyone. She's like a tall she, midget. She has, she's built a little bit like the midge. And she she's tiny. She has really short arms. And her head is gigantic. With a huge mouth. Oh, God. So anyway, my New England was the Les. And I must give it up who for we Food love. Network that they never once mentioned, or they edited it out. They never mentioned how dikey she was, whether she could be a Food Network star because she was a huge bulldogger, uh, that <laughs> she was too manly. They never, ever mentioned even one of those things. And no. I've given it up for the gay-ass Food Network. Yeah, that's great. That was great. Thank you, Food Network. And she was the runner-up. Yeah, exactly. She and she might have her own show. And then the last... And least, the last and least contestant on Food Network <laughs> Star was the worst fucking douche. <laughs> what was his name Yvonne. again? Yvonne. Yvonne. Family style. He, he was, he used to be poor. Hey guys, I used to be poor. My family didn't have a lot of money. But we the dug thing, in the dumpster behind the store. We thought it was fun. I had no, to- <laughs> you didn't. You knew that was the dumpster, bitch. <laughs> I had to share something personal. So I shared about dumpster diving. <laughs> I love my family. You can go fast or you can go with family. Okay. And every year they okay. try to pawn somebody off on the <laughs> shitty concept of family style. Right. And he, they gave it to family style and they showed the pilots on the last episode. And Julie and Brandy, especially Brandy, was disgusted by uh, by Yvonne's show. No, because he brought his whole Napster family out there and his younger brother, who was just a doofus bugger, who was like loafing around. He's like yeah, in the stage around. where he has huge ham hands and like a big head. <laughs> and he's like, and he's stupid. And then they made mac and cheese, which like, by With the way. With sweet corn, Brandy. Hey, take a take canned corn and you add some milk to it and then you add it to the mac and cheese. Yeah, I like why don't you just all. make scalloped potatoes mac and cheese? Like make the tastiest, nastiest shit that everyone always makes. Then he took a big spoonful of the corn cheese mac <laughs> and fed it to his loafy ham hands brother <laughs> and a big giant piece of cheese strung out <laughs> and it just went so badly and they didn't edit it and it was so ghetto and it was a weird apartment kitchen and I was like With bad, bad, bad. Of his family all around like, well, Julie, well, you can go kitchen. far or you can go with family. <laughs> I don't want to see your pi- all your pi- like. Welcome to my kitchen. And it's all pictures of his family around. Then the family comes in and I just. Julie, you fucking bitch. The show is (laughs) called Family Side, motherfucker. Yeah, well, your family's gross. And I don't want to. I don't want to touch my food. Okay, Yvonne? Let's stop with your gross, weird attitude. I thought he was. Yeah, he was a plant. I didn't feel like he earned that. I felt like it was. I don't know. I mean, I really like that show. I was riveted. We tried to vote. Voting was closed. That sucked. Yep. Because I was like about to vote for the Les for sure. And I did like Marty with the party. But I felt like at the end it was just like they needed their pockets filled. Yeah. You know? I mean like and the good thing about this year's show why it was so much better is that they had Bobby Flay, Giada De Laurentiis, America's coldest, cuntiest bitch. Yeah. yeah. And uh, um, Alton Brown as the mentors X Factor style. The so other. they each picked the team and then the teams competed against each other till it was the end. And then they all competed against each other. Alton Brown is a snob. I used to hate Alton Brown before I watched this season of Food Network show. I thought he was rude and mean. Yeah. And then he showed the softer side of Sears this year. And he was he, very I don't get enjoyable. It. Did they used to be the judges? Uh, no, they can. They were still mentors, sort of, but they didn't have teams. They would all come in for different challenges. Bobby was a judge. Oh, okay. 
Um, I mean, over the, I mean, they always use the different Food Network personalities like in different ways on Food Network Star, but this year it was the first year they did it as a competition. Uh, and it was good, everyone. Was I'd good. recommend going back and watching it because it is excellent. Mm-hmm. I, me too. There was one time there was the one chef lady who was doing the judging and the final thing that I thought was the, the one gross, not even homophobic. I don't even know what it was, but she was, she was scared. She said she was scared of the Les. Do you remember who I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Sonny Anderson? Uh, whoever that bitch black was. One? Yeah, the black lady. And She's she- a DJ and a home chef. <laughs> cooking <laughs> for real with Sonny Anderson. Well, she said she was afraid of the les. And there's really no reason to say she was afraid other than the fact that she was afraid that she was a les. Other than the fact that she yelled at her and said she's going to take her to my fucking New England, you bitch. <laughs> In the preview, they show the lady go, I don't know. I was scared of her or something like that. And I swear, Julie's like, I know she's talking about the Les. And she was already mad. She's like, she's talking about the Les. I know she is. I know she is. Because how many times have I heard that in my tenure? True. True. <laughs> oh, I know. I was just scared at this school. It's, oh, you just scared me. I was scared of you. It's like, really? Other than the fact that, yeah, I'm going to come down there and kick your fucking ass. And I'm going to eat your pussy. I'm going to eat your pussy. I'm going to give you a frumpkin. And I'm going to give you a pumpkin. <laughs> pumpkin. I did try and watch the crazy haired ladies show, Chef Hunter. Oh, yeah. I didn't like it. Really? I can handle it. And, uh, Ann Burrell. Yeah, Ann She has Bar- a terrible oh. hairdo and she's fat. I hate her. I hate Ann Burrell. Yes. yes, she has a terrible hairdo and she's fat. And because of her hairdo, though, you don't realize how fat she is until you really take a look. Chris, first, like, whoa, yeah. hairdo. She's okay. like uh, cookie, she's cookie, like cookie, that cookie, other then... chef, Alexandra Gornicelli. She has a relatively thin face. Yes, and then but if you body. check out that body, <laughs> boom, chaka, boom, chaka, boom, <laughs> and some big asses. Yeah. You know what must be interesting? Behind the scenes lesbian power plays at Food Network. Oh. Because there's Kat Cora, mm. there's Ann Burrell, she's definitely a dyke. Oh. The newest edition, My New England. Do you think they... the the president of Food Network's definitely a dyke? Do you think the uh, president is like? Uh, Giada, can you please come into my office? <laughs> <laughs> There's something uh, me and uh, Kat and, uh, <laughs> and uh, my old new big athletes that Michelle needs to talk uh, to you about. I mean, there's more dykes, though. And fucking Susan Finnegar and fucking oh, yeah, the Susan other Finnegar. one. The other dyke. I think it's been behind the scenes. They have behind tons the of scenes, power dykes it, there. I mean, we thought that the comedy wow. dykes with Amanda Burst and, yeah. all the, and Jackie from Workout were all crazy. Can you imagine the power plays behind the scenes mm, with the Food Network dykes? Wow. Supposedly, Power Dykes are on E, too, so you know at Food Network they're crazy. You know oh. they're cr- I mean, come on. Food Network is should be called Dyko-rama. <laughs> because you know behind the scenes that's so dyke and gay. Hmm. Now, uh, you guys were telling me that you guys, uh, inspired by Food Network, uh, decided to make your own pitches for your own shows on Food Network. <laughs> well, I... You played a little game I, called What If You Were On Food Network Star? Yeah, I think of myself as a... a, a, a a uh, person who enjoys cooking at home. Uh huh. Yeah, a home cook. <laughs> a home cook. A home cook. <laughs> someone who, and also who, someone who enjoys uh, being in front of the camera. Uh-huh. Yes. A uh, well, uh, 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 self-taught performer. Uh-huh. Uh, self-taught cooktress. Cooktress. Uh, yes. Um, not a great, not a great chef, but you know, maybe a, a get by in personality. Listen, get. I by think about it every time I watch Food Network That's Star. Right. So then we we were watching the show. 
And I said, God, you know, and I don't have a job. I want, and then, of course, you're thinking, you know, I'm unemployed, and that's just being honest and, and being and, true. And any show will do, and any s- network. And why can't I be on the Food Network show and have a f- cooking show, even if I can't cook that good, but I can cook kind of good? Yeah. And then it got into, like, all right, well, what would your food show be? Because then you're also watching the Food Network people and you think, God, they're not very good. Like I could talking. do that. Yeah. <laughs> that's what their weakness all was, was their on camera and Julie's like I could do like, it and I said wouldn't you get nervous the game was this I was the judge and she was the you were Susie yes your rice pilaf was not well received <laughs> <laughs> and I said wouldn't you get nervous when you had to go do your thing and she said absolutely 100% fucking no she would not get nervous not even one bit <laughs> that's true and then of course you see the, 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 the fatal flaw that they all have every single one of them was like hi welcome <gasps> to my show <laughs> We're going to be cooking something really great today. And it's going to be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> they, now, none of them. None all of them. you have to do is get your plate of <laughs> chicken. And also peppers. And, <laughs> and peppers. Delightful hands, ingredients. Hands, 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 uh, um, hands, hands, hands. We're hands. going to go over here and <laughs> uh, yeah. this blender's not working. <sighs> Smile. You know, all this made myself... Dizzy from not eating, from breathing so hard. <laughs> oh. We're anorexic. Part of body dysmorphia with brandy is don't take deep breaths when you haven't eaten in two days because you might see stars and pass out. You got to be very careful. Wow. Whew. So yeah. So you, so you, uh, you played this little game, okay. and what brandy? What was the what was the verdict as from as you as the judge? I'm terrible. Well, she said that she no, she actually was good. She said she could be funny and wouldn't be nervous. But then I said, well, what's your POV? POV and then no Choked. point of view. Choked up. It would be like, it'd be affordable, healthy. <laughs> no, wrong. Cheap. Eh. Affordable was good. Solo. Start. Cooking for yourself. Oh, yeah, she started cooking for one. She was all over the place. <laughs> Lonely kitchen. <laughs> Lonely kitchen is your greatest show idea. Cooking with very few utensils. Oh, three <laughs> ingredients? No measuring cups. How about, I, I, let me say, if I was your producer for your, and you won Next Food Network Star, uh-huh. um, I'd call your show Guest House Hot Plate. <laughs> <laughs> because of your old house right. that you used to live in, yeah. where you had no real stove <laughs> in the guest house cooking with a hot plate. You're like, hey, I'm Julie Goldman, celebrity, lesbian, comedian, and house guest liver. These motherfuckers Garage. don't have a stove up in here. So I'm working with a hot plate. So we're going to make a lot of fucking soups because there's not much else we can do. That's right. And we're gonna soups ch- are going to take five hours to cook because this shit doesn't get very hot. <laughs> you can use a mild temperature at about four hours and boil that water. <laughs> Seven hour soups with Jules Goldman. Then you can have Sonia Morgan on and use her toaster oven toast and oven. cook a 15-hour pizza or steak. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Todd, what would your Food Network show be? Uh, oof, I don't know. Probably all about desserts because this body didn't build itself. <laughs> Do you like the treats? Yeah, I got, I got quite the sweet tooth. Daddy's got a sweet tooth. Sweet ass with Todd. <laughs> sweet ass with Todd Masterson. <laughs> I, my sweet tooth has been so fucking out of control because we haven't been eating. First of all, I had, this is the truth, on a stack of Jesus Bibles. The first dream I had was that I was at a concert. I don't know who the concert was, but in my dream, I sat and watched the concert and slowly ate an entire bag of Cheetos. Wow. With each chip going in my mouth and crunching down on it fully for the dream, and it was heavenly. 
That was a few weeks ago. Then last night, I had a dream that um, fat ladies with curly hair were bullying me and taking, but it was a night terror. It was scary. And they were taking- I hate, I hate a night terror. <laughs> they were taking my pizza and throwing it on the ground and stomping it. <laughs> and they were bullying me and taking my pizza and stomping Give me that pizza. fucking pizza, you fucking fat slut. <laughs> the, the pizza became like a living, sad thing that was dead, but I needed it so bad. It was so upsetting. So all I can do is think about food, and then at night I go online and look for hours for recipes of brownies where I can eat the entire <laughs> thing of brownies, but only it's 300 calories. <laughs> so then I told Julie we were going to make black bean brownies, which go fucking kill yourself. Like, just have a bite of one good brownie. Don't make an entire thing of brownies made from beans, where you have to eat beano before you eat the fucking brownie. So we get, and Julie's like, I have a can of black beans. Like, of course you do. Who doesn't? I mean, everyone has the 15-year-old beans that they move from apartment to apartment. So she gets it out, bitch, doesn't even have measuring cups. We're we're literally eyeballing sugar, flour, and when you bake... You I've have never to- baked. I've never baked. I've never been in an oven, so I've never baked before, so I had nothing. Wow. And, the, I, could, and I got... Yeah. But when was, you bake, you have to be it's I know. precise. But you know, Julie's training for Next Food Network Star because no recipes allowed, so you have to be able to eyeball it, Julie. Oh. But you can remember. Cor- you can remember. Yes, you're right. When it says three quarters cup, we're like, oh, fuck. All right. <laughs> Let's get a glass and figure this is about eight ounces. I mean, <laughs> the brownies were so bizarre. And please believe so my weird. ass thought that shit tasted like like the coming of fucking Jesus. I was like, this is delicious. <laughs> it was like chalky beans with Splenda. <laughs> so weird. Beans with Splenda. I mean, yeah. and people online were like, these are actually the best brownies I've ever had. And I was like, this bitch, I'm going to go on a comment section and be like, you're fucking lying. (laughs) Yes, we had no measuring cups, but these are never going to be the best brownies anyone's ever had. No, (laughs) Brownies are going to be the best brownies. Yeah, that I baked anything was black bean brownies. And the casserole dish was too big. They were this thin. (laughs) (laughs) They were like like chips. (laughs) (laughs) Cookie brownies. It's all learning. It's all learning for when I go on Food Network Star. It's good. You're, you're, You're already there. Yeah, guest right. house hot plate with Julie Goldman. <laughs> My first kitchen with Julie Goldman. Lonely kitchen. Lonely kitchen with Julie Goldman <laughs> is the winner. The thing is, Julie, you're bombarding us with a whole bunch of POVs. <laughs> yeah, One week you just... you're about a, a dyke in a guest house. Our viewers aren't going to relate to that. And then another week you're just lonely. <laughs> you're right, Susie. I'm not sure that our viewers <laughs> will respond to a lonely dyke cooking. Well, you know what? You're absolutely right. And this um, whole process has been a learning experience. And I think really what it comes down to is just really, um, you know, cooking with a hot plate. <laughs> or cooking family style. Cooking family. Is, is about, and actually everything you've told me is what I've learned is that it's uh, what I'm about. What I'm about. <laughs> um, and who I am. Who I am is um, is cooking family style. Because <laughs> that's what it was like on Food Network Star. They had to have breakthroughs about their POV, their point of view. Because if you don't have a point of view, they will kill you. You need to be like, I'm cooking with, even if it's cooking with hot plate. Yeah. The only guy that didn't care was Dreads. And Dreads, there was, was one black like... guy on the show with Dreads. And they kept saying, what's your POV? And he'd be like, my POV is I don't have a POV. <laughs> yeah, that's my POV. I'm going to cook comfort. Home, soul, soul food. food. And he's like, but, this is filled with soul. But I refuse to, be, refuse to be limited. Yeah, but refuse he's filled with soul. Filled with soul. Mm-hmm. 
It's from the soul. From the soul. Soul food. Soul food. But not soul food. Not soul food. Not soul food like you know. But it's food for your soul that maybe not just soul food, but any kind of food that I want to make inspired by my mama. Everyone's inspired by their mama. Yeah, everyone. Fucking A. Every time they needed a breakthrough, I had to just be like, well, when I was growing up, I was like, no. No. I mean, sometimes I do yell at the screen at Food Network Star Todd because... They like they're like tell a story, and like when they say tell a story, like they don't need you to tell a good story. It's like I used to go and scrape the sidewalk of snow from my dad, and then we used to have hot cocoa, and they'd be like the story really opened you up to me. Yeah, I, like I really understood you, you and the snow and your dad. That's the kind of thing I really want to hear about. We saw you. We had a visual of you as a young child. And I loved it. Oh, God, I loved it. Oh, my God. I could just literally talk about Food Network Star for days. I know. Is everyone just like, why are they going on about Because it? it's a great fucking show. I, I, I love that I missed the, the one season that I missed. I know, Todd. I didn't. Todd knows every cook on the goddamn Food Network and cooking. I watch channel. it all day long. It's, it's a, I mean, it's the great. How easy is that? It's how so easy is wonderful. That? Why don't we just start our own cooking show? Okay. <laughs> um, you know, when I was, uh, I actually did go to Costco and buy a ton of ground turkey so I could make myself bachelor style meals where you just serve yourself one time, a, you know, in a day and you just serve it. Yeah. So I made myself Barefoot Contessa's recipe oh. for meatloaf. Oh. Oh. And you know what I found myself doing while I was cooking it? Eating all of it? Pretending I was having my own cooking show. Yeah, you were touching things. When I was obsessed with the Food Network, and especially her, I was touching everything like it mattered in the kitchen. Like I would get the scissors. (laughs) <laughs> and I'd get the spatula, and I was like, everything was important, all the tools. Just mm-hmm. I was, I was definitely found myself pan. putting the onions in the pan, and then I actually played all the game in my head. I said, just going to take the onions and really just get them around so they're nicely browned. <laughs> then I'm going to take the ground turkey. Of course, it's extra lean. I mean, I was ready for uh, for ground turkey with Donna McGovern. Your voice is on the level of soothing as hers. Well, they I don't would, have my a show would man. be my show would be like they you don't. come over, you come if I not I wouldn't really do naturally fat, but I should would do ground turkey and um we you'd come over and I'd we'd smoke I'd smoke a dude with you <laughs> and then I'd be like, well, let's fucking like make some make some uh, make some food. Let's do this. God, you're very sexual well, too while you do it. When I <laughs> when I was growing up, uh oh. I, I literally would pretend I had my because before I wanted to be a comedian and before I wanted to do anything, I wanted my own cooking show. Oh my God, Todd! You are ready. You're ready for a next Food Network star. Do you cook a lot, Todd? I do. I cook from memory, and I bake from memory too. Oh, Todd! Let's kill Todd and get all his recipes and go on Food Network star. Let's take Todd videotaping all of our special cooking. Yeah. (laughs) Well, uh, how's this for an idea? At the gayest weekend of all time, we have a live cooking demonstration. Wow! (laughs) We get one of those big like Madonna mics that they do like. Paula Dean style goes yes. to a live yeah. at the Food and Wine Expo, and we'll have our own, like with the giant mirror above the stove so they can see what you're cooking. Exactly. And we'll have a big cooking demonstration. I mean, there's so many That's wonderful possible things that can happen at the gayest, the gayest weekend, weekend of, of all time. time. Um, if you didn't listen to the end of last week's show, we talked about the possibility of having basically a big gay pimpin' fan and cat podcast cast member convention type weekend yep. where we would have, we'd all go to a, 
undisclosed location. We'd take it over. Everyone would get rooms, and we would have different parties, screening of Paris' Burning, mm. live shows featuring everyone with all your favorite cast members from New York and L.A. mixing and mingling with you, having fun. Yeah, yeah Two days of gay pimping fun. Drinking and having fun and Drinking, out having fun, hanging out, being able to connect with us, connect with other fans. Cosplay. We'd, we would do a live Thumpkins. podcast with everybody <laughs> we, with yes. everybody live <laughs> listening to it. There'd be oh. Thrumpkins with Todd. <laughs> Gergen. Gerg would be there. Go go dancing. With the Gerg. Erica Toraviance and Linda James. Uh. I mean, think about how exciting that would be. Tutorials. But what we need uh. to make this happen is to hear it from you because we're gonna, we're really in the early stages of trying to organizing it. I need you to tell me that you want to you want this, that you would be able to go, that you'd be willing to come and fly and spend a couple hundred bucks for this big weekend of events. And imagine this. Yes. <laughs> we do it. We have our party, right? It's a huge success. And then we do them. Yeah. Like every year. Even twice All, a year. Even twice mm-hmm. a year. And in my mind, what I've fantasized about is because of the parties and the podcast fans. And we, we bring back during the, one of the weekends, we re- bring back the floor. We the bring floor? back the balls. The balls? <laughs> yes. We bring back a ball, gay pimpin' style. Yes, friendly, no shade. No shade, or maybe the shade. Or I don't know. Maybe a little bit of shade. And you're going to <laughs> bring it and gag it to each other and do it and be, ma- be um, man realness. Lady realness. Yes. Construction worker realness. Military realness. Military realness. Schoolboy going school to school. Boy. All of it. <laughs> Brandy <laughs> Howard realness. Brand- Everyone oh. just has to wear oh, category is Brandy yes. Howard. <laughs> oh, a dream. Uh, that's is, her, is she giving sunglasses? Is she giving Jesus Louis Vuitton sandals. wallet? <laughs> is she bring? Ooh, she's bringing her fish wallet. <laughs> Amazing. Gladiator sandals. Gladiator so sandals. We need to hear from you. You can uh, either tweet us at hashtag the guest weekend of all time to let us know that you'd be into that, or you can email me at johnny at gaypimp.com to tell me that you would love to do this because we need to be able to gauge how many people would actually be able to come and do it so that we can get it all together. I, I right. was wondering if maybe, yeah, since we did it at the very end of the podcast last week, if maybe. Because sometimes I won't listen to the very end. Like, I'll get through, like, and then I... She just said it. She just said it. She's like, I won't listen to the whole thing. Well, sometimes, I mean, the podcast (laughs) is long. You listen to it in segments sometimes. And sometimes you don't get to the other segment until later. That you never got to the last 10 minutes or that you, yeah, never got to the last section. But I think we need some feedback. And by the way, we're just, so people know, probably would be in Florida. Yes, we're thinking in Florida at one of those little gay hotels where we could take it over for the weekend. So there'd be a pool, there'd be a bar, there'd be a stage, dance and so we floor. And dance floor. So we would have different events. And can you imagine how amazing it would be? Me and Brandy DJing for one party, featuring Ooh. a performance by Eric Tor Aviance. Ooh. Maybe the return of Linda James in drag. <gasps> Kevin Aviance yeah. show. Whoa. Stand up by Nico. Todd Masterson. I mean, like, there's so much fun stuff. Big stand up show with Julie. And me and everyone and talking about mix and mingling, maybe even having sex, sex with your favorite with podcast star, <laughs> Gerg dancing nude. I mean, uh, 
There's so uh, many fun, amazing things that we could do. And it's not going to be expensive. It wouldn't no. be that expensive. It would be, you know, a reasonable price. You'd get yourself there and then the, it would just be like a yeah, couple hundred it, bucks. Yeah, a so couple hundred could, bucks for all the events for the weekend. Right. And anyone on the East Coast technically could drive there and they could stay 10 people in one room yeah. and literally spend $50 on where you they stay. You could just all shove in one room for the two nights or whatever that it's going to be. Yeah. And it would just get all the fans together, get us together. It would be so fun. And if we did it correctly, it could be, you know, once a year, even twice a year. Girls yeah. and guys. And if oh, we could really head. build it up, you could get a gay pimp and cruise going. I mean, there's oh so many things. Oh, my God. Do you imagine I mean, a gay pimp? don't you want us to survive? Don't you want us to live? Don't you want us to live? We're dying out here. <laughs> Keeping yeah. it real, Julie. Keeping it real. I mean, so anyway, this could be the beginning of a whole bunch of great things. We're able to incorporate everyone from New York and L.A. into live events. So and fun. places we do. But we need your feedback. So hashtag the gayest weekend of all time. Or email you. Or email me, Johnny gaypimp.com. Tell me you're interested. Oh, do you have a spot that you think would be amazing? Do you have a sponsor that would like to help us sponsor it? Do you have just a bunch of money and would like to help? That sounds good too. So, but if you just want to let me know, I would do it. I would come. I'd spend like 200 bucks and be able to get there for this big weekend of events. Exactly. Let us know. We only know. need like 50 people to say they'd be into it. Yeah, exactly. Then we can get started. Yep. Mm -hmm. So we are working on it. Now, before we get the whole show started, <laughs> there is something sitting on the ground in front oh. of me. And now, um, uh, though we did not have my traditional birthday podcast this year because I was traveling so much, it was recently my birthday. Yay! Happy birthday Happy to, to me. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday. So, and Brandy has been telling me something uh, that she and Jill got. Expound upon it. Don't you smile. Well, um, we got this made for you. Okay. And I'm excited. To I don't know what it is. It's a present sitting here in front of me with a beautiful blue bow. Uh, we had to and wait. And uh, <laughs> Yeah. To Christmaca. Um, we had to wait for it to get delivered, so I didn't get to give it to you on your actual birthday, but this is sooner than I thought. I didn't know how long it would take. Um, there's a couple problems with it, but that we'll, that we'll, <laughs> that we'll go into after you open it. But, um, you know, I think overall it's the thought that counts and it's still fun. Okay. 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 This is it. Okay. So he's opening it. Are you nervous? This is the sound. Uh -huh. uh... Oh, 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 my goodness. <laughs> oh, my there's God. some kind of fabric, and there's something very, on very it. Very bizarre fabric. It's a strange fabric. I, exactly. Some kind of thing that has something printed on it. Oh, my God. It's the greatest gift of all time. It's a man towel with Joe oh Mangello on it. Oh my god! The weirdest shaped oh towel. Oh my god! <laughs> it's a towel? Yeah, it was supposed to be a towel. Oh, it is a towel. So, okay, listeners, it's covering my entire body right now, and it's a white towel with also a blanket type fabric exactly on yeah. one side. Towel on one side. It's like a beach blanket, is what it is. Yeah, really. yeah it's cute. It has a towely fabric on one side and a, a beach blanket. 
blanket on the other side. And then there's a picture of shirtless Joe Manganello from True Blood. Who you said. Oh, I said is such a hunk of man. That's right. Oh, my God. I am going to wear it every you said day that for the rest of my that life. Your towel that you had with the man on it was missing. I know. Kevin Guest stole it. <laughs> And I you, lost it in my last divorce. Yeah, so? Well, the problem with this towel is, A, the shape. Well, he, it's a very square, yeah. square, square <laughs> shape. So big. It really is a perfect beach blanket. Yeah. And the second problem, the main problem, was that the outline of the peen got cut off. Oh, which, no. Yeah, it's kind of there at the bottom. Can you see it? Yeah, I can see it. But you know what? All, his huge, hunky man <laughs> muscles. Look, I'm rubbing on them. But the peen was important. Even Julie, when we chose the picture, she's like, oh, that one's good. There's peen There's in peen. it. There's <laughs> peen. Thanks, Julie, for thinking of me. Well, oh my god! Those gym shorts with the outline you can oh, see. I know god, you like I just that. love it. But you it. just said he was hot, so that's why we chose yes. him. We could have selected any, oh my anyone. God. Wow, but it's so good. Because there was Tom Hardy good? to choose from. Yeah. Oh my! Because it was the gentleman too. that you said you would. You know, there's gentlemen yeah. that I would actually let fuck me in the ass. Yes. Joe Mangiello <laughs> and Tom Hardy. Yeah, both of them. I would give up my 12 year ass genity for. But so. you know what? Tom Hardy doesn't have modeling shots such as this. This guy had a plethora. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you. You're this welcome. is the you like greatest it? gift. I, uh, <laughs> I love it. Uh, oh, my God. Well, it's a big show today. We have really been lacking in our Hollywood celebrity donkey punch tea. So today we got the tabloids. We got we've already covered the network star in depth so we, got tabloids. we have some great stories that are going on Catherine jackson's missing uh mariah carry on idol uh. tom and katie i mean there's just it's just so much that it's time to get the show started with some celebrity donkey punch Yay! Yay! celebrity back to life back to reality back to life
rock star. Take the picture. Where's my dog? Doggy punch. I'm a celebrity. Doggy punch. Celebrity donkey punch. Take that, you rich bitch. Wow. Hello, everybody. Hello, Gerg. How's it going, guys? Gerg is. Uh, I just want you to get a visual of Gerg right now because Gerg is here. Uh, he showed up shirtless. I forgot my shirt in the car, John. I forgot my shirt in the car. And he's sitting on my big exercise ball. Bouncing up and down. Because you said... Jesus. It's better when you sit on an exercise ball. It gets you in better shape. Because you have to stabilize Gerg's phone. Gerg's fucking Gerg. Gerg, Gerg, Gerg. Gerg is the word. Gerg, 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 Julie's doing harmony on Wait, are you... Julie, you do that again? What? Do you I? do that again? Yeah, well, Gurg, 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 is the word. Gurg, 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 is the word. Maybe we need to re-record the the Twitter the Twitter thing you're doing. Well, maybe we can um re-record it. Add her on the track. Oh, That'll be Julie Goldman doing a cover. Is Gurg is the word in concert like a lesbo folk version? The Gurg. Is the word. Exactly. <laughs> is the word. <laughs> now, before we get into all of the super Hollywood tea, Gerg is just stopping by to say hi, but I did want to go over to, to spill a little tea for Brandy and Julie and Todd about our crazy Las Vegas weekend. <laughs> my fabulous Vegas My weekend. fabulous Vegas weekend, and it was fabulous, I'd say. I mean, I had my birthday uh, on the day that we had to go to Vegas, so I had my party the night before, which was very fun. Brandy had uh, several uh, drinks that <laughs> night. Uh, moving mm-hmm. on. <laughs> <laughs> um, we all got together and had fun. I kept it very super tight peeps. Because the next day we were going to Vegas on my birthday. So Gerg comes over with our newest dancer, Vlad. <laughs> so yummy. He's from the Ukraine. I mean, and Vlad. Okay, so I met Vlad when Gerg was doing his boxers go-go dance party. And the thing about Vlad is that, A, he has a perfect body. Two, he wears tiny running shorts with no underwear in them. <laughs> and no one can do the dick sling as good as Gerg except for Vlad, because oh. Vlad's junk is just shung, shung, shung. And sometimes he would stand in the window of the club 11 with his little shorts on, and I'd be down from him, and you could just look right and see, and he would just be like, it looks good, right? <laughs> He's from the Ukraine, and one another dancer had canceled, so we had to quickly find somebody to go with us. But it turns so, out he's a professional dancer. Turns out Vlad is a professional dancer. I studied dance and a tour in Ukraine. And he did choreography. And so what? literally it was like having Britney Spears on the team. Old Britney <laughs> Spears, okay? When she was because it. Vlad was... First of all, picked up, you know, we've had three hour rehearsals. We're still, we're still going over. You think you know about X, me, ear, <laughs> sexy, push glasses. It's really confusing choreography. Like, 
We've had people go on more than one gig that still is having trouble with that move. <laughs> so we do the rehearsal and literally it's like working with Linda James or Erica. It's like shake the rain, shake the rain, sexy dance, point, 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 junk, get on the floor, show your asshole and get up. I mean, <laughs> he got That's my it favorite part. so good. Uh, and he was the greatest person to go with because he was so fucking excited. He showed up that day looking so muscly and beautiful in a wisp, wisp of a tank top. Um, and he said, oh, my God, you guys, I'm so excited. I can't believe we are going for the show. I'm so happy. Oh, I have an Asian boyfriend who used to be a Marine and I fuck him. Oh, he lives with his mother. Oh, he's wonderful. Um, so Vlad was like a ray of beautiful sunshine and just was so excited and ready to go. Gerg gave me the greatest birthday present, which was to drive to Vegas instead of making me drive. And he also gave me a physical birthday present, a lovely little pipe for tobacco use only. It was brand new so you could fly with it? No, no, we drove to Vegas oh. this time because they wanted to fly me out and then I would have had to have the dancers drive and I thought, that's not fun. Yeah. That's now not fun. Yeah, and that. So... <laughs> <laughs> So we drove out, we got to Vegas, and we were staying at the Mandalay Bay. That was a very nice hotel. Very nice. I love that pool there. Uh, we couldn't see any pools because it was raining. Oh. And uh, but we got there, and like it was, you know, Vegas is so Vegasy. And like the Mandalay Bay is full of so many straight people just having fun, having fun. <laughs> there were girls that were trying to, like, they were naked in the elevator trying to get me and Vlad to come back with them. They're like, hey, look at my tits. Hey, come here. Look Vlad's at my tits. Vlad's like motorboating her. I'm like, what are you doing, Vlad? What about your marine boyfriend? I don't cheat on my boyfriend. I just let everyone play with it. <laughs> Putting Vlad on blast. I don't listen to the show. I don't listen to the you show. Podcast? I don't know what that even is, podcast. <laughs> what is iTunes? What? In my country... We didn't have no. Was Mexican? <laughs> no, from, Ukraine. from the Ukraine. What even accent is that? It's like it's, it's like it's like a say it people. It's like the Russian do it. Purdue Brandy. The people. The people. The people. He loves Russia. He actually uh, Vlad <laughs> does not like Russians. He's like they're different than us. They're liars. They're cheater. Oh. Different. Ukraine, different. But Vlad needs to know that we think Ukraine is the same as Russia. <laughs> and we're not going to separate those two. I kept speaking into him and, uh, and pretend Russian that I pretend like I knew it. That is Russian, not Ukraine. <laughs> That's like, great. How fun. Being ethnocentric all weekend. It's great. <laughs> Nothing beats it. <laughs> um, but so it was pretty fun. We stayed, we got there that night and we, they had given us a bunch of credit in our room. So we had a fancy dinner for oh my, my birthday. God. No, they treated us so right. Nice. And then, uh, um, we were down in the lobby and I was like, oh, I'm just gonna have one drink and then go right to bed. Cause I have a show tomorrow. Mm. And then Vlad was like, no, have another shot. It's your birthday. Come on. So we drank, we had fun. Um, we then what we were supposed to be performing at noon the next day at the oh. pool party in 110 degree weather. In 110 degree weather. Was it a party? Yeah. This was like a gay day style weekend oh. without the circuit parties. So What's more like point? it was like pool parties. There were all nightclub like these parties. fun people there. 
Like yeah. Jessica and Hunter. And they had brought in Caswell, Sherry Vine, Jessica and Hunter, oh, Drew Drogi as oh. Chloe Sevigny. Oh. So, and, uh, so it was just really a great group, and there were lots of shows and stuff all weekend. Got it. Now, we woke up. I woke up at like 10 the next morning to get ready for our show, and uh, it was raining. Once again, Gerg and I bring some kind of weather hurricane wherever we go. <laughs> And uh, they were like, we don't know where you're going to do the show. We're not sure what's going on. So then they tried to tell us that we were moving our show to the lobby bar. Don't worry, Johnny. We'll bleep your songs. Yeah. Well, they said, okay, it's Johnny. Um, we're thinking we're going to have to do your show here in the, the eye candy lounge, which is like right in the middle of the casino, basically. Oh, and I was like, okay, that's fine. We can do that. But then they were like thing is you can't really curse at all so your song dictimized um uh, your song dictimized they uh can you go over with us go over all the lyrics and we'll just see which ones we need to bleep yeah exactly so they were like so you can't do that you can't do that i'm like look we did a mega mix for this and it's 15 minutes straight and i don't know if you've ever seen my material before but there's a lot of bad words in i think it. you couldn't even do the mega mix what about liking big dicks no we Nothing couldn't do the mega do. mix the mega mix was uh liking big dicks no. dickmatized bossy bottom no. girl i fucked your boyfriend no. Uh, the uh, so many other uh, we had a whole section that was like there's too much booty in the pants ass 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 <laughs> I mean like there was ass dick fuck I, I started singing them the bossy bottom lyrics so I was like top man real tough work you hard fuck your butt treat you like a real slut you know you want it baby they're like stop that's enough okay you can't do that one oh um, so basically they're like how about your song sexting on the dance floor that doesn't have any bad words so like okay it's not sexting um <laughs> And so it was basically going to be like, oh, well, I could do a two-song set, texting on the dance floor and the gayest of all time with no choreography because we did not we did not plan for this. So they were like, well, let's figure that out. So they ended up figuring it out so we would perform up in the nightclub at the late night party, which had Caswell Spinning and Sherry Vine hosting, and then we would then do our show. So it worked out way better, and we I was able to go back and take a nap. And the show was on the 34th or 64th 64th floor. 64th floor. Okay. So we were able to just have fun and, you know, Lump around the hotel, have the buffet, and go. And there's so many different things going on in the hotel. Um, and then we did a mini show that afternoon with Jessica and Hunter. And the dance floor of the lobby bar had been turned into a big rainbow. Oh, so cute. that was kind of cool. It was the gayest of all time. It was the gay. It was perfect because that was the number we did in our little mini show. Is we just did the gayest of all time on the rainbow <laughs> oh, dance floor. And if you look on my Twitter, there's a picture of me lying on the dance floor. Oh, that's so cute. The rainbow dance floor. The Mandalay Bay is baller. It was yeah. pretty fun, and there was crazy people in the elevator. Crazy Gerg people was smoking in the weed in his room, too much. And then and this woman comes up to me as I have the Febreze under my jacket because I'm trying to Febreze the hallway because I smell a strong odor when I come back to the room. Because I walk up to go up to the hallway and it's like, "Welcome to Jamaica, man." And there's this Welcome woman. Welcome to Jamaica. There's this woman from DC, and she's like, oh, "Please help me! Please help me! I smell it! I smell it! It must be around here somewhere! Please just sell me some marijuana! I'm from DC! I can smell it! I'm so close! Please just tell me where it is." Jeez. And so I then Jones did not know about this encounter, and I'm in my room. Room, getting up from a nap and I was walking over and to his room Gerg had come in to say something to me and then he went back to his room and so I'm sitting in my room alone and I hear knock 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 at the door open and she said hey um so your friend had a weed you know and I think maybe could you guys smoke me up and I was like sorry girl I don't have anything so I, get a, I get a phone call 
Gerg, no more smoking weed in the room. Random strangers are coming to the door asking me if I'm dealing. Yeah, then she said, well, do you guys just buy some from you? And I was like, uh, sorry, girl. Deet, 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 Gerg. <laughs> Medicine Stop back in car. smoking weed. The Febreze isn't working. I have, and I had to go to the room and do a three-level air change, which was a Febreze on top. Self-tanning spray smell on the bottom and a little bit of Axe-style cologne we, in the air, which then covers all the different flavors of the air. And it's not like we didn't try to like hide the smell. We had like the paper towel roll with Doing the, the dryer sheets. Greg actually was like, hey, I went to CVS and I bought dryer sheets and I did this thing with like a paper towel roll and it goes through the dryer sheets yeah, like and you can't style. smell it. I said, no, Greg, it just smells college. like beautifully fresh weed, fresh, fresh from the laundry. And then, flash five seconds later, the woman was like, can I buy some of that Not dryer sheet? I was like, no more smoking in the room. So, <laughs> we did the show, which was really fun. And let me tell you, this show is uh, the greatest show we've put on on the road. Because we, now with Vlad and Gerg, knowing their moves, and there's a whole bunch of sections where they get on the floor and they shake their asses. And there, for this particular show, their dicks were flying everywhere. Because <laughs> they both did not wear underwear, and they wore the little shorts. So the audience got the same pleasure that I did when I originally saw Vlad dancing, was to see some swanging, some movement. And if you do a nice squat, it pops out the bottom. Yep. And Gerg is, and Gerg oh is not above popping it out the bottom, which is why he's one of the greatest <laughs> assets I could have. <laughs> it's like giving people a high five. Yeah, and there was one lady... <laughs> There was one lady who was the uh, the owner, the guy who ran the casino's wife, and all day, she's like, I just cannot wait to see your show. I am so excited to see your show. I just love your show. And I said, well, girl, you're going to get it. And well, she got it, because I saw her after the show. I said, well, did you like it? She said, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but it was super duper fun, and uh, we had a great time with all the guys, the guys from New York, the guys from L.A., and were there any other crazy adventures that we had there? Uh, on the drive home, NPR. <laughs> on the, so we had a great weekend, and then we get in the car, we're ready to go, because three days in Vegas is enough. Mm. And so we're driving, and I think, okay, we've had so much blasting music all weekend. Just, you know, I think it's NPR I put it on. We're driving in silence. And it, it's a story about a woman... <laughs> who got addicted to slot machines and she spent $300,000 exactly on 25 cent slots over two years and I stole from her children and every evil now is at church. I had to think about only 30 more minutes that I can get those slots. And it was like an NPR story where the person is like, and she then stole all her children's possessions, which kept her from being able to do. It turns out she had Parkinson's, and the medicine for Parkinson's made the dopamine in her brain go crazy and made her addicted to slots. Wow. And she said, there's a, there's like, she spent all this money. And then she was like, I sit at home, and I, I have no food, I have peanut butter, no <laughs> bread, no crackers. <laughs> <laughs> at the moment of no bread no crackers Greg goes that's enough I can't do it dude <laughs> you think of like is there anything worse than this old woman visual like we're all a little hungover and suddenly you're getting this visual this poor bitch with her, her 25 cent slot machine addiction alone in the house and she can't even afford a saltine like Safeway brand saltine which like just peanut butter no bread no crackers 
Like that's the that's worst it can get. Butter. That is. You're she right. probably doesn't even have milk, and you know, peanut butter without right. milk is impossible. My mouth just sticks together. There's a sticky mouth brain <laughs> and strawberry. My mouth is so sticky. So sticky. I can't know how to unstick the bread. My dentures go in with the peanut butter. Oh. I have the taste of peanut so butter all the time. So that we realized that that was not the. <laughs> I love that Julia's like peanut butter and crackers. <laughs> so hungry. Yeah. <laughs> no, there were I no wish, crackers. I wish that Chubb's Fats and the Midge were showed up. Oh my God. <laughs> I was thinking about Chubb's Fats and the Midge because I was thinking that they need like to have a single. They're like they're like Gem and the Holograms. It's like what Chubb's Fats and the Midge, and we're coming to shake it up. Cause we're Chubb's Fats and the Midge. Come in. Shake, oh, shake come in to fire it up. Well, come on and shake, 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 chubs. Shake, 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 fast. Shake, 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 midge. Then Gerg's on the midge's back. And then Gerg does like Gerg. Gerg does like a rap. It's like, well, let's just and the midge and the here to say it's Gergie on the microphone and I'm smoking every day. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh fats in the midge. They're coming to shake it up. Oh, it's Chubbs. Fats in the midge. Coming to shake it up. I style rap. That's when it breaks. Rebirth. Doom. 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 No, here comes Gerg. Doing the dick thing. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a high five. It is like a, it's like a high five. <laughs> Giving you my kind of high five down low to you slow. <laughs> uh, well, you'll be able to catch me and Gerg and another sexy addition to the Gay Pimp Go-Go family, uh, Johnny Jouet, the oh. Go-Go Boy puppeteer. Oh. Who also, he will not be bringing his puppets, though he asked me oh. if he should. <laughs> And um, he said, I don't think so. Not I this said, time. No, I don't, don't need the puppet, baby. Uh, but he's very sexy. And uh, he'll his be joining us. His puppet can turn it, Johnny. His puppet, can, his puppet is funny. He does a, a Latin puppet character who does recaps of RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, my God. Take it to AGT, fucking Johnny, or whatever his name is. Johnny. <laughs> um So you'll be able to see me and Gerg, along with Johnny, perform at Versa Lounge in Walnut Creek. August 1st which is in the East Bay of San Francisco Um, we're going to be doing that show it should be really fun and then the next night you can see me at Fags and Hags in San Francisco with Nico Santos who was supposed to be here today but he had to go to Pasadena for a show so um, August 1st check us out and then I'll be coming to New York and Gerg is also going to be there too Yay! so I might be I think I'm going to be throwing a party at the cock the best uh, bar in New York. Which should be pretty fun, which I think is like the 8th. Um, and you'll be able to see me there and a Gurgi there. So that's going to be fun. And I'll be giving everyone high fives. And Eric right. will be there and all of it. It'll be All amazing. of it. Um, and then I'll be in Atlanta at Jungle on August 15th. And maybe if he changes his ticket, Gurgi will be there with me too. Uh-oh. Wow. It's a, lot of, <laughs> it's a lot of work with my mouth. <laughs> All right, Gergi, time for you to go. Time for you to go, Gerg. Gerg, Gerg, Gerg. Thank you. Gerg, next time, see you guys. All right, bye, Gerg. Bye, Gerg. Bye, Gerg. Oh, Gerg. He's in, he's out.
He's high five and yeah. I just gotta, uh, gotta just do like a quick one because I gotta train the guy at the Korean spot, man. Yeah. When he said, I forgot my shirt in the car, Johnny, it's exactly how you did it. <laughs> exactly. Well, he's been telling me lately, he's like, so I was doing acid the other day and I was like <laughs> freaking out, man. And then I was like, no, just like Johnny will narrate it in your head. He's like, so I'm just letting you as me narrate what Kirk is doing. And it just really <laughs> made me feel better. <laughs> Oh, that's sweet. I know he's having like an like a acid freak out and he had you doing his own self. Yes, like exactly. the ultimate narcissism. <laughs> it's someone else doing you yeah. in your own head. <laughs> uh, really funny. He so on the day the night of Food Network Star, he had come over earlier in the day with his with uh Kane Lanning, actually. Oh. And uh <laughs> they were like, Johnny, here we can't smoke you up. We're on acid. And they were all like, whoa. Like, they're staring at, like, the pictures on my pictures on my wall of all the Go-Go boys being like, it's amazing. Those pictures are moving, man. <laughs> so they were fine. And then they went out to go stare at the billboard for Aussie Bum for 10 hours, which is what they did. Because wow. there's a billboard uh, here in West Hollywood for Aussie Bum, which is, like, sexy, water polo, speedo-wearing guys fighting a dragon. Okay. It's an, an under. It's an under. You've never seen it, Julie. It's no. like huge. It's on Santa Monica. Just, and so they were it. like, Johnny, we were trying to go to the bar, and then we got to the Aussie Bum sign. We stayed there for like an hour. <laughs> it's, it's like they were fighting this dragon, and it was moving and it was glowing. I mean, who still does acid? That's so I like know. Janis Joplin style. I don't even I know. I don't know either. Uh, <laughs> I have no idea. And I, he was like, Johnny, you're going to take some. I'm like, I don't need things moving around. No. Uh, I don't I need know. to hallucinate anything. Jeremiah's smiling back there. Fucking Jeremiah's acid like, tripper. Yeah, look, if Jeremiah's on fucking acid right now, you fucking slut. <laughs> Jeremiah, recording slut. engineer, Jeremiah, acid slut. You know Jeremiah and Lady Jeremiah get fucking super tabbed out on acid. <laughs> And then they fucking make sweet love and they have a freak out because he's like, you're melting, baby. You're melting. First time I went to Burning Man, I asked my mom, what should I, what should I try? She's like, acid. Nice. Ask your mom? <laughs> that your mom is said you funny. should try acid? She didn't say, well, what is, what, what, what is Burning Man? <laughs> well, I don't even understand what you're talking What are you going to see with some man burning for? I don't see what he's talking about. <laughs> Phyllis Goldman's take on Burning Man. Yeah. You're gonna go to some, what are you gonna you're gonna you're gonna, the you're desert? gonna go to a desert? What? what? Is there a hotel? Where? <laughs> I don't Where? understand. How are you getting home at night? Are you gonna drive? Air conditioning? Are you gonna fly? Where do you get breakfast? How do you who's serving food? Is there snacks? Uh, is there silverware? Stay hydrated. How do you go to the bathroom? You shouldn't even go. <laughs> I don't even understand what it is. It and and you know what? Cool. You don't need to go somewhere where someone's burning a man. No, why That's against that? the law, Julie. Why would you even want to do that? Why you, is that fun? I know you have a big car, but what do you have to prove by going to some burning man? Sounds terrible. Oh, my goodness. Um, uh, well, anyway, the, the reason I was going to mention that mention the acid was that the <laughs> Girk is a good boy because at the end of that day, he was like, Hey, man, I know tonight is Food Network star finale. And like, I know it's like your favorite show. And I thought, maybe I'm on acid. I can't do it, but I'm feeling better now, man. Let's really get into Food Network Star, dude. It's cool. We came over with Kane Lanning, and we watched Food Network Star, and I'm sure they were seeing a different show than <laughs> I was. Were they normal, or were they all cracked out? No, by that time, they were kind of just like, they're like, everything's, we're kind of in control of it now, you know. Just little dragons flying and stuff, but, you know, it's not like it, like it was earlier today. 
So we were able to get into Food Network no. Star. I ate it with a frozen yogurt treat that I got myself. It was a delight. Doug was like, you really meant it. you're going to have frozen yogurt during the show. <laughs> I mean, like a treat. You're sitting in your home with eating frozen yogurt with two gay, kooky, dick kooks on acid. <laughs> yeah. I want to paint the picture for you. Dick kooks. I mean, I, I I had to do a Skype call that day for to for to a benefit in Chicago that night that it's like it was happening during the nighttime in Chicago for homeless gay teens to raise money for homeless gay teens and right as I was to do it, Greg Gerg and Kane Lanning pop in the door shirtless and I'm like, "Well, this is perfect. You can sit next to me for the reveal." Because my life oh, is just like my videos. Speaking of homeless gay teens, here's a couple right here. <laughs> <laughs> this is where you can end up on a fucking RV naming yourself Lane Canning <laughs> and sucking dicks all the way up the fucking coast of California. <laughs> <laughs> Refer back to the podcast with guest Kane Lanning for that story. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Well, there has been lots of Hollywood stuff going on that we just feel like we have not been able to talk about. For a while, I was just like, what's going on? Nothing. Everything's boring. But now things are spicing up. I mean, first of all, it's on the cover of all the mags. Katie and Tom divorced. It finally happened. I can't believe it finally happened. Us Magazine has Katie Takes Control, a new school, stricter rules, a chance to make friends, how Katie's fighting to survive to give Surrey a normal childhood, all caps, what Katie told her about Tom and the divorce. <laughs> and then it probably doesn't really give the information. So what did she, <laughs> yeah. she tell her? I don't know. You read the article. We haven't read those because we just got them. But I will say this. She never would have got, I love this divorce, and it made my summer. Yes. I'm so fucking into it. And she never would have gotten the fuck out of there if her dad wasn't like a prominent, super successful divorce lawyer. Like if any four of us had married Tom Cruise, we'd just be fucked. Yeah. He'd get the kid, just like he got Nicole totally. Kidman's kids. I mean, even though those kids aren't cute and they're adopted, Nicole Kidman still raised them since they were newborn. Yeah. And they're still her kids. And he took those fucking kids. And that bitch had so many skeletons popping out of every closet in her house that he was able to be like, or Scientology was able to be like, no, we're going to keep the kids and you're going to get the fuck on and get off to Australia. And she was like, okay, see you later. Have the kids. Yeah, They exactly. can call me Nicole. That's fine. They can call Katie, who's two years older than them, mom. That's cool. <laughs> fine. Actually, I'll never call him again. Just exactly. don't tell everyone I fucked you and McGregor while he was married and got pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> well, one of the things that I'm enjoying about Katie's new thing is that she's no more free clothes for Surrey. Oh. Surrey can, Tom bought her whatever she wanted. Whenever she wanted it, says a cruise insider. For Surrey, that made an $850 Salvador Ferragamo tote, a mini-me replica of Holmes' pricey bag, or a cherished Elaine LaLena faux fur coat. The unlimited access to designer duds has turned the youngster into a budding fashionista. Jesus, and a bitch. But, and a little fucking bitch. And so now, no more freebies, says Katie. What, is she gonna, is she gonna pay for her own clothes? Yeah, she's not, well, they're just gonna, she's gonna have to wear Target and stuff. Well, because oh. Katie's on a budge now. Katie, well, you know Katie's getting a huge fucking settlement. Well, the deal with the prenup was that, that's why people say, oh, she was an under contract. Uh-huh. The prenup was such that the longer she stayed married, the, the more, more she, she got. got. And I think it's 10 million a year, right? I don't know that, but I, I thought it was 10 million years. every year. Wow. So she's gonna walk away with 50 or 60 million. 
Jesus. I felt like that's I heard she was cr- that's Kelsey money. Grandma money, honey. <laughs> that ain't Tom Cruise money. No, I mean Tom Cruise has so many bazillions of dollars, but you know what? I think she'll live on fucking sixty mil. Yeah. yeah. Todd, what I are like your to be thoughts? In the hundreds. <laughs> I, I I'm obsessed with all the like behind the scenes back planning. Like she got an apartment and told Tom that she was like, "Oh, I need an apartment in the city for when you're traveling," and he was like, "Okay." Like he didn't see. Any of it coming. He was more like, because he had a cock in his fucking mouth. He's like, I've got 17 apartments in Chelsea. And I love that she got away with it and like totally surprised the fuck out of him. And he didn't know. And like, you see all the pictures of him like looking old and like he was just crying a minute ago. Like, I love it. Like he, she got him. Yeah. She finally got him. Her dad. Yeah. What, her dad is a divorce lawyer? I didn't even read about this. He's a prominent rich divorce lawyer and... That's the only reason that she was able to plan this to the degree that and get away with the kid and without Scientology bugging and fucking taking her over. Plus, she didn't have any skeletons in her closet. But because the dad, because of his knowledge of the law of divorce law, they filed it in New York and then they made that emergency motion and it was all the it just backed him into a corner where he was just like, fuck, my shit's going to get exposed if I don't fucking agree to these terms with this kid. And the thing was that she was Surrey. It was. Two more years and she would have been into big money, Katie Holmes. And straight up, you know that bitch would have waited two more years. Yeah. She was been over it for years. But he, now came the time in Scientology where they were going to send her off to that fucking plantation. Oh, where she right. she goes without them. Right. And that's like a famous place where people go there and they never fucking come back. And there wasn't going to be any supervision and they couldn't go. And it's all brainwashing, brainwashing, brainwashing. Mm-hmm. And she was like, was obsessed with her not going off to that camp yeah. for a year. And that's why she's like, fuck the money, fuck all this bullshit. It's I'm learning how to swim. I'm throwing a rock at the light. Right. And I'm fucking swimming <laughs> yeah, off the boat. Sleeping with the enemy, rocking and I'm it. I'm getting with the ugly guy. Yup. Who, yep. when it says the brown eyed girl, even though he's completely ugly and shouldn't be cast in the movie, but I'm going to get with him anyway so I can get away from Tom. Exactly. It's happening. It's and awesome. Tom was, uh, Tom, they report here, Tom used to let her stay up all night watching Scientology kids videos. Can you think Ew. of anything what? creepier than what that? What is a Scientology kids video? You're inside your body, kids, is an alien. The spirit of an alien from a doomed world. And if you don't clean yourself out, that alien's going to eat your soul and take over your body. It's in you now, and there's only one way to save yourself. Scientology. It's like Zenu, Zenu, take lots of niacin. Zenu, Zenu, cleanse. Cleanse, run everywhere. I was driving past Scientology Church the other day, and I saw this sexy, young, muscly man, fully dressed in black, running his ass down the street. And then I remembered when those people going to to, to Scientology land, and you become like a low level, whatever your first level thing. Everywhere you go, you have to run. No. What? Yes, that's the thing. You have to run everywhere. So you go, what? get, and they're like, okay, give this to Tom Cruise. Give this dick sucking bill to Tom Cruise. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and like, then they take it and they have to run. There's no walking. They have to run everywhere. Oh, I'd be what? out at that point. I'd be like, I just Julie, can't. I'm tired. It's just the way it is. It's probably good for their health because they don't like fat Scientologists. You know, there aren't too many fatties. They kick Kirstie Alley out. Right. Did they kick her out? They no, her out? she left. Did she? Maybe she didn't. I think she's still in. Still she's in. Still Who? Somebody else left. Lisa Marie, the other fatty left. She did? 
Yeah, Lisa Marie is out, and she wrote a bad song about Scientology. Oh, oh I didn't mm-hmm. ever know she left. She I was fully she, brainwashed. She's uh, she got out. She got out. What about Kelly Preston and John Travolta? They're, they're never getting out. They're both still in. Of, of course, course, they're still in. Well, because like what, are, what? They're in for life. Well, that's another thing we haven't talked about is the all the John Travolta like gay stuff like. Oh, it, we talked about it. No, well, I know we talked about it, but like something else came up last week that like there there was confirmation and a payoff or something. Really? Yeah. I didn't read that, and they probably buried it. Well, he yeah. practically raped 900 masseuses, and it's all gone now. Thank you, Scientology. Yeah. Too bad exactly. OJ wasn't a Scientologist. Yeah, I know. OJ should have joined Scientology. <laughs> Jesus. Good point. I mean, like John Travolta, we all know he's a fucking big dick-sucking homo, <laughs> and that he's a rapey, and that he's Pervy. fucking perv, bugger, molesty. <laughs> Humping the table. Hump the table. His presenting asshole. his asshole. <laughs> All of it. There's not a clue. I mean, she's definitely in. She knows what's up. She's known what's up. And, you know, she's like being a hugely rich woman is better than having sex with John Travolta. Well, the thing with story, too, is that she was never he never disciplined her. She's a total fucking brat. And Katie Holmes is getting sick and fucking tired of it. Now she gets to be like. A normal mom who's like, yep. shut up, bitch, and slap her and stuff. <laughs> yeah, put her in, the she shit put her out in Catholic her. school to get beat up by some nuns. She put her in that. I love that she put her in that Catholic school that Gwyneth Paltrow and Lady Gaga went to. Like, of course, the best school in New York, in the probably in the country. Yeah, Surrey can oh, throw sigh. hissy fits, but Katie never loses her temper. How's Tom doing? Tom Cruise breathed a sigh of relief after watching his reputation take another public beating. He was eager to hammer out a quick settlement with his estranged wife. Tom feels like he's dodged a bullet. His entire life was under attack. He's now working on his new film, Asshole Eaters 5. Eating Out 9. He's doing Eating Out 9, exactly. I just saw a thing this morning that said that uh, Katie and Surrey flew commercially. And Tom flipped his shit because they weren't on a private Xenu plane. Oh, so yeah. good. He's wow. not in control of her now. I love it <laughs> yeah. so fucking much. Like, you know what, Dick? You want to fucking go off to Iceland and be gone forever, getting assholes ramming with your dick? And you want to fucking call me? And I'm stuck here with your stupid fucking sister and all your stupid fucking religious freaks. And I can't do shit. And you boss me fucking around and you never fucking talk to me. You know what? Fuck you. Exactly. Yes. Women all over are like obsessed with this bitch. Go, She's girl. like goddamn feminist hero. Auditing isn't the only way Scientology differs from a regular education. Experts share the drawbacks of its schooling. Poor reading skills, reliance on a special dictionary is key to L. Ron Hubbard's study teach study tech method because they've invented so many new meanings of ordinary words. Okay. Lack of guidance. <laughs> Students are required to study independently with varying results. Ex-Scientologist Lauren Haggis said she was illiterate till she was 11. Whoa. And that's that her dad, Paul Haggis, wrote that uh, that article is about him oh. in the New York Times. Like He's I a mean, director, right? Yeah, yeah. he directed yeah, he Crash. Up on them. And the article is 20 pages long. I'll send you the link. Like, wow. it literally you have, takes you two hours to read it, and when you're done, you're like soiled, and you can't fucking believe what they do to people mm-hmm. and you pay all this money hundreds of thousands of dollars and you're like I gotta get the secret I gotta get the secret and you finally get to the top echelon and it takes 20 years and millions of dollars and you go into a room and you look in the book and like it's like weird gibberish that means nothing and then you and everyone comes out of the room 
and there's only like a few people who've seen it, like Tom Cruise, Don Travolta, and him, and you're you either don't admit that you didn't understand it because you feel stupid that you just spent 20 years and 50 million dollars to read that, or you like him, you go like, I didn't get it, and then they shame you because you you must you're you weren't ready to receive it if you didn't understand wow. it. Wow, bullshit. It says John Travolta is gay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Well, I mean, it's very exciting. So thank so, goodness so things good. things shake shake up Hollywood. Let's you get some. Go, Katie. Go, Katie. Get that money, girl. You go. Keep your keep your name as Katie because Kate wasn't working for you. No. Right. I love how he just forced Kate. On. Yeah. God, he's such a. Fu- I want now uh, something really bad with the Kardashians. <laughs> That's what I wish now. What what would that what would that possibly entail? I feel it's got to be Kim. I mean, Kim's really the only one that that I want something. I just want some exposé on Kim maybe in Kanye. Like she loses a limb? No, not like that. More like <laughs> an exposure. Like oh. a truth like about like maybe the sex tape or uh-huh. Kanye's gay mm-hmm. or something good. Well, I was going to say, was, wasn't it just released that Chris released the sex tape on them? I didn't know that that was proven, was it? I mean, uh, we I all know. Was, I don't know. I, I think the biggest thing that pisses me off that I wish they would fucking do is a live, on-air blood test of Clo Clo oh, and yeah. Chris and Kim and be like, once and for all, you're not related. Chris had an affair. You're not the father. <laughs> There's no way. Chloe is, yeah. like, if you see Did the, the so football player. They not admit that? I mean, they talk around it and around it and around it. And they just like don't ever. She on the show. I'm ashamed to say that I've even watched part of an episode to tell you this, that on the show, they're like, Chris, of course, she's a terrible mother. Chris Jenner. She is like, what if we were to get a blood test, like a secret blood test for Chloe? Like, don't tell her. And then we get it. And Chloe's like, I heard you want to give me a blood test what's the deal with that? And they're like, mom, it's so weird. It's like, I don't care. I just don't care. I don't want to know. It's fine. Oh, yeah. And Chris wrote her a letter, like begging her to take the test. And she's like, I don't want your stupid letter. And she like threw the letter at her. And it was just, they'll make anything a storyline. They make anything a storyline and they all act like, act the hell out of it. Yeah, they don't care. They're like, oh, um, Scott might have HIV. Oh, weird. And then they all pretend for a whole episode. It's like, that's actually serious what you're talking about. They did that really happen? No, oh. but that's how they're now. <laughs> I was say, how did I fucking miss yeah, that storyline? Yeah, like, that's how they they wouldn't care, though. If there's yeah, one little rumor, it's like, oh, let's fine. Let's just turn it into one. Have yeah, let's turn it into a story that you'll want to watch. Yeah. Very interesting. I'll have last... you seen that Kanye is straight up on that shit? Yeah, he's on the show? show. Oh, no, I have not watched. Is it on the ones that are on now? Yeah. He comes but, in, they say that he's like, Kimmy, wear your hair in a ponytail. And he supposedly he controls like everything she wears. Oh, that's the one thing I enjoy about that relationship is the recent coverage is like, Kim, before, trashy, now, fashionable. Yeah. It's this, you know, just pulling your hair back and not showing your cleavage. It's not necessarily fashionable. No. But I'm okay with the Avante Agarde <laughs> choices that he is putting her in, like Lanvin and all sorts of interesting designers. Well, I didn't think she pulled that designs. off at the at the. No, she, she can't pull it off, no. which is part of what's enjoyable You're about right. it. Good point. Um, well, I heard that Beyonce, she can't even tweet. Like, Beyonce will hang with her. But if she tweets or does anything, like she's like a strict rule. Oh yeah, I really love that. I love that. First of all, I was shocked when I saw her and Beyonce together. But you know that was after they hammered out an agreement. Yeah. But let me tell you one thing, Kim. 
You are not going to tweet about me no. or Blue Ivy. Oh, don't even. Don't, and don't you, can't you even dare bring my cameras around me. I lost 60 pounds in three months, Kim. <laughs> three weeks. I'm still hungry, Kim. <laughs> Kim, I'll eat your motherfucking ass. Oh, and Solange went off like publicly about Kim calls herself Aunt Kimmy to Blue. And Solange was like, uh, I'm Blue's aunt and I'm the only aunt. Oh, my God. Yeah, like there was a big blow up about that. Really? Oh, yeah. How did I miss this? Solange was like, you do not call yourself Aunt Kimmy. Like, hates her. Solange hates her. Mm. It's so fast. It's so uh, Kim had a Tiffany's silver baby rattle sent over that said "Love Aunt Kimmy." That's what it was. No way. Yeah, yeah. She probably did. And Beyonce like hell to the no. Solange, get this bitch. (laughs) Solange, come over here for a second. I love also on the show. Okay, I watch it. I, apparently, I need to just go. You definitely, it. obviously watch it. <laughs> but Kanye, like when Kanye's on, he, he's giving you this like creepy Prince vibe. Where oh, like he's, he's not talking. That's such a good says, call. Like, one word. Like, he'll be like, uh-huh. <laughs> like, and he's so tiny. He's like, so talk tiny. about Giada De Laurent. He is giving such a Prince vibe that is such a fucking good call, Todd. <laughs> yeah. He creeps in. He's so pervy and quiet and he has a weird look on his face because it's weird jaw there. surgery. Uh-huh. He's in the white blazer. And it's like, what are you doing? And I love that on the show they have a weird, like, living room that's the only room they shoot in. Like, you know it's the shooting room <laughs> yeah. at the hotel. <laughs> yeah. And they all just enter and exit that one small right. area. <laughs> and it'll be like Chloe with Mason. But yeah. everyone, the entire entourage, hair and makeup, uh, craft service, 100 camera people are in like the rest of the hotel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's so weird. It's so fucking weird. One of the other stories that um, I really was just recently loving was Katherine Jackson. Missing in action. (laughs) And uh, because this last weekend, apparently, uh, nobody could find out where Katherine Jackson is. Katherine Jackson was nowhere to be found, even though she's the legal guardian to Paris, Blanket, and Moo Moo, or whatever the hell the other one is. Prince. Prince, Blanket, and and, uh, Paris. And she was nowhere to be found. And uh, Paris tweeted, because you know that bitch is A, delusional, and a brat, a rich brat, and she like she tweeted, no, no one can. Can you pull the stills up, Todd? Do you have do you subscribe to Paris's tweets? Do I, I don't follow Paris? Oh, never mind them. She tweeted tweet. like, um, my aunt or uh, grandma's missing. Right. Yeah. She tweeted. She tweeted, my grandmother is missing and has been missing for the last three days. No one knows where she is. She's listening to her uh, doctors who are the same people who lied and said my dad was a drug addict, which he wasn't. Yeah. First of all, he was. <laughs> she's a little girl. She, how old is she now? She's like 15? I don't know. She's 13. Between like, 13 and 15. Oh, so yeah. she's a little girl. I mean, you should not let that young lady on Twitter. I mean, Well, she's t- doing it because she knows that I feel... I'm completely on the kid's side. And the, the story of this family is like ripped from the pages of damages. Uh-huh. Which I've been watching. Yeah. And oh, good. It's so fucking weird and espionage and fucking sabotage. And the family is so crazy. But basically, yeah, they took the grandma because they're the family's trying to get the money, period. Fucking Reby, Janet. I don't know if, where Latoya is. She's not Jermaine. involved. It's mainly Jermaine. Jermaine. And all, don't forget Your Majesty. And yeah, Majesty. it's Jermaine yeah, and all I the kids. Jermaine. They, Jermaine's the worst. I think. So the deal is they want 
the money. Michael Jackson's estate is huge. He left none of it to any of the family. Yeah. None. All the money is to the kids. So right oh, now, fuck. Catherine Jackson is in charge of the kids. Therefore, she's in charge of the money. She is. So, but yeah. this bitch with her huge gout hands is 9,000 years old. And let me tell you something, Brandon. <laughs> I'm very, very sensitive. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a very religious woman. I'm very, very sensitive. Catherine Jackson is like a frail yep. flower. So she, doesn't that mean that her husband also... No, no, that's definitely written because uh, they're 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 divorced. They're divorced. Oh, they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she is about to. I'm sure within the year they know that she's you know could die or whatever. She's she's older, and basically they concocted this whole plan. This is what I believe behind their back because she's living her life with these kids, and that's the only person who takes care of them. You know, so it's kind of sad, and the family's fucked. And I wish Janet's ass wasn't involved, but anyway, that's beside the point. So they basically took what Paris believes and what the kids believe is that the grandma, who's always been there, was forced over to Reby's house in fucking Arizona and then where she's not calling them and not getting in contact with them, which is totally unlike her because mm-hmm. she takes care of them. So the family can get to the ex- ex- executors of the will or whatever and have the money go to the mom entirely. Yeah. Uh. Before she dies, so that she can then distribute it to all of them. Right. And the kids are with TJ. Uh huh. Who's um, what's his name's son? Um, what's the T? Tito. Tito's Tito son. So the kids are with TJ. TJ's on the kids side, but it, you know it depends. If if the, she dies and the money doesn't go to the Catherine, the money will go completely to the kids, and nobody can fucking touch it except them when they turn 18. Wow. So now everybody's going to pretend they're friends with the kids. Yeah. Everybody wants the kids because that's where the money right. is Or they want the mom. They're all infighting, and that was the thing where they showed up at Reby's house. Right, because Catherine said, I was told by my I wasn't missing at all. I was told by my doctors that I needed to go somewhere and not answer the phone and not call nobody. Your doctor named Your Majesty. Yeah. It's <laughs> fucked up. Holy yeah. shit. And now, what was this video you were telling me about, There's Todd? Security surveillance. So apparently, because uh, Paris has been tweeting all the family problems, and Janet stepped in and said, like, you know, bitch, stop airing our family like secrets on Twitter because that's not how you play the game. But it and, is because she's like, yeah. my grandma's missing, and yeah. the police got involved. Yeah, and the police found her. So it and then works. TJ took the kids to Reby's right. because yeah. the cops said, oh, she's not missing, she's at Reby's, and she's like, bitch, don't tell me my grandma's missing because I will go on Twitter to nine bazillion people. Yeah, exactly. And tell everyone why you guys are fucking doing. Yeah. And so she had her iPhone and she was like recording or taking pictures of Janet while she's yelling at her. And then Janet swipes at the phone and misses because Paris like dodges. And then Janet goes in and swipes with the other hand and trying to like smack the phone out of Paris's hand, misses again. And then like Tito or Jermaine or somebody comes out and hugs, um, hugs Paris and pushes Janet away. And then Janet walks in the house and it's all on like blurry. And it's all, is that Reby's? And they're Janet's filming too. Wow. Janet and I think it's, I don't know. I mean, I think it's Jermaine are both filming the whole thing too. Everybody yeah. has their phones filming. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's intense. That's I mean, like a lot of light voices yelling at each other. <laughs> Janet, you better shut the fuck up. Yeah. Cheeto, you better shut the fuck up, you dumb motherfucker. <laughs> hey, it's me, Your Majesty. I just want to tell y'all, y'all are motherfucking bitches. Hey, I'm Paris, <laughs> and I'm 13. I think y'all are fucking bitches. <laughs> Don't yell at me. Don't yell at me. And then Catherine Jackson comes Don't out. She's like, hey. Shut up, everyone. They're like, mother, don't be so outrageously loud. 
I wish Toya was there. I, you know, that was one of the funniest things on D-listed was that Michael K was like, "Where is Detective Latoya and her <laughs> motherfucking, her motherfucking eyeglass to solve the mystery of where Catherine Jackson is?" I cannot even. Yeah, believe that. I have jewelry. Remember. <laughs> Right. I have moving buildings. Um, I have a lot of businesses. <laughs> All right, uh, Latoya. Latoya. I don't need the money. Um, <laughs> I don't need the money from my dead brother, who I love and I know was murdered, <laughs> and um, that doctor was the murderer. Um, I know that I have a detective agency. Um, I also own part of uh, Brickstock. And I have three garbage can uh, oil rigs. I have a I love tree trimming oil rig. Uh, pruning company. Pruning company? I have a microphone distributor. Oh, that's good. I have a beer shaver. Beer shaver. I think everything she sees in here. I microphone, have... beer, tree, brick. A, f- a frame store. Um, I make glasses out of tables. <laughs> uh, I, was, uh, I, I do cabinetry. I like enjoying <laughs> employing people to do stucco ceilings. <laughs> uh, we put in air conditioning units through the wall. And I just do a lot of my own my own work. Uh, so I don't need that money. Just saying. So she is always very busy on Twitter. She's always having a meeting, she's having something. What is she selling HSN? Jewelry, clothes, shoes, skincare, oh. children's oh. accessories, children's accessories, children, children's dogs, dogs, first, but um, bracelets, but top of a bracelet, <laughs> skin conditioner, skin conditioner, <laughs> teeth, teeth, backs of teeth, bags of teeth, tongue depressors, tongue depressors. Dr. Pines. Doc, Dr. Pines? <laughs> Do, oh, Dr. Pine. I wanted, I did. I actually bought two backs of teeth and a Dr. Pine oh, from a. Oh, Latoya Jackson, Dr. Pine, Dr. Teeth, and Dr. Pine is the only greatest one of the hay of uh, um, By the way, I found Paris's tweets in there. Oh, what? How do they? How do they go? So it says, "Yes, my grandmother is missing. I haven't spoken with her in a week. I want her home now." And then the next tweet. Uh, later that day, if anybody sees my grandmother, please call the authorities or this number, 818-876-0186. Let's call it! It's the security number. Thank you so much. And then she goes, the same doctor that testified on my behalf, oh wait, the same doctor that testified on behalf of Dr. Murray saying my father was a drug addict, a lie, in quotes, is caring for my grandmother, just saying. And then she goes, eight days and counting. Something is really off. This isn't like her at all. I want to talk directly to my grandmother! Exclamation, exclamation, Oh, man, that's scary, you guys. Nine days in counting. So help me God, I will make whoever did this pay. That's so great. And who was it? Paris is the new Rose Byrne. Paris is the new Rose Byrne? Yeah. She's going to fucking fuck that family up. Like, don't. I'm so into it. The next tweet is, I have a short eight-page paper, uh, eight-page chapter to read for homework. Should I do it now or tomorrow morning? So wow. help me God, someone's wow. gonna pay. Should I do my homework or not? <laughs> uh, the next ha- the next tweet was hashtag procrastination at its finest. Wow. Like, oh, so nice. either That's someone stole scary, her phone dude. and turned her back into a little kid. <laughs> so wow. she's saying that the doctor who testified against her dad is caring for the grandma. Yeah, yeah the doctor who testified for Dr. Murray. Because oh you know God. they can't go get a new doctor. 
They can't go get a good You're doctor right. from somewhere else. They still got to use Shiesty doctor because he knows all the secrets. Yeah, and they're Even though the he's the second him. level doctor, Dr. they got to keep him and on track. Go You're right. Say like, Dr. Murray killed our man. Dr. Murray. Yeah. And now you're going to use the doctor that fuck. Well, they are the worst. They are they terrible. They are the worst. She has 678,000 followers. I love that she went on and that's just scary. Yeah. That is damages. Right. Maybe that's damages. Damage. Maybe they'll do a Jackson family yeah, edition. Yeah, I wish they would. should just be like, fine, give me the money and I'll give it to all of you fucking vultures so I can just be, be normal. Alone. Yeah. Well, look, and, I thought he was bankrupt. What kind of money is there? I think it's the money from his estate, like his what is music. He was cash poor, but he oh. still had a huge music library that would over time be per- worth millions and millions and millions and millions and licensing oh. and all the stuff that comes in any every day that they play a Michael Jackson song. It's oh. like Kurt Cobain, like like uh, Courtney Love, who's all, always says she's broke. She gets like $300,000 a month just from the Nirvana fucking library. Right. So, but if you were Michael Jackson living a $20 billion lifestyle on the couple million a month coming in, that was probably too much for for what he was spending. But if you're the rest of the family, all that money per month coming in is huge. Right. And you can live very comfortably on it. Right. I think the estate is evened out now since he died because they sold so many records. Oh, right. They sold so much. He's not allowed to spend any more money. I think it evened out. And why do you think he didn't leave any to any of them? Because he, he hates them. All of them. He hated his family. His Definitely, family. he loved his mother and Janet, and yeah. that was it. Well, then why didn't Janet get any? Why? Because is Janet she's rich. Well, why is she there being a bitch then? I because think she's maybe just protecting her family. Well, you never know. Maybe Janet is. Maybe he hated Janet too. I think Janet he hated too. Janet too. He still just loved Diana Ross, and that's who yes. would make this story better. Uh, is if yeah. Diana <laughs> sweeps in yes. and a huge lame down yes. with rap. Yeah. Big wig, floofy hair, mm. skeletal face, mm. and she decides to get her ass in the middle of this because you know, after Katherine Jackson, the kids go to Diana Ross. They do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's their godmother. If Katherine Jackson dies, the kids go to Diana Ross. That is scary. That says something about how Michael felt about his family. Well, that's why they're all... I hated them! <laughs> and Janet's in there, too. Janet's in there, Not too. Not losing the news. I wanted to say, why don't you go eat a Jenny Craig burrito and go try to lose that weight? Okay. I'm thin already, Brandy. I'm thin. I've been watching Ground Turkey with Johnny McGovern. <laughs> it's sad that my family um, is mainly fat. I don't have that problem. Shut I'm up, Latoya, you fucking whore bitch. Just jealous, Janet. Oh, just yeah, you know what? Nene Leaks was right. You're like a ghost. Fuck you, Casper. Fuck you, ghost. <laughs> Fuck a, you, Casper. I'm a skinny ghost with many businesses. Look, I'm very thin again, okay? I've had a Jenny know. Craig burrito and a grilled yeah. avocado dip. <laughs> Janet looks, she does look thinner in the very fuzzy video. But she's got some junk in the trunk. So. She's still going to keep that junk in the yeah. trunk. She's starting to get old lady face, too. Mm. I heard that, Todd. Thanks a lot. I'm waiting I'm for her shit myself. to come back because yeah. I sometimes catch a Janet song and I'm just like, oh, when this shit comes back, yeah. when she dies, oh, it's fucking awesome. I mean, Janet had years uh. and years mm. of wonderful hits wonderful. for us all. I mean, uh, for the first control, 
every song amazing. Oh. Every single song. Let's wait a while. Nasty. Well, all those. But then oh. my real love for Janet went super through the roof with Rhythm Nation 1814. Yeah. I had the cassette. The cassette had a scent. The cassette was a black cassette. And it had all the things. And she released the mini movie. Remember the mini movie? Yeah. The Rhythm Nation mini movie? That meant nothing. But it was the greatest. It was like, <laughs> the, it had like the weirdest plot. It was like a future city where everything's very dark and evil. And this kid is running the street. Meanwhile, in her penthouse, Janet is singing a sexy song. Then the kids witness a crime. And then he runs into a warehouse. Who's there? Janet in a uniform. Uniform. <laughs> what is it? She's singing about something, but we don't know. The plot is so light, 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 light. But she did a four-song mini movie, and including the chair dance, which was the greatest was great. moment. If you're a baby, a little gay baby, and have never watched the full Rhythm Nation 1814 mini movie with all the videos, watch it. Miss you much, Rhythm Nation. What are the other ones in that? It's like a black and white. Oh, the, there's a couple ballads. Yeah, there's. I can't remember what the rest of them. Maybe not Black Cat, but it was. It's. I was obsessed with it, and it was classic Janet '90s because it was more like late '80s, right? It was late '80s. It was like 80s. Janet '88. I think I was. I was at summer camp listening to the cassette, loving it so much. And Paul and Abdul. Oh right, Paul Abdul was right shit. around the same yeah. time. She's in the video. Well, Paul Abdul choreographed. Oh, Paul, Paul Abdul choreographed that, right? Yeah. yeah, and I think she's one of the best. No, Paul Abdul choreographed stuff from. Control. And she did do all Rhythm Nation. That too. was Tina. Oh, I thought she said she did Rhythm Nation. I'm pretty Wendy sure Williams. that Tina did. Uh, mm. Tina did uh, I would go over Deanna Brandon's house. It was my only black friend in my life. Uh -huh. And um, we would dance to Rhythm Nation to try and get in shape. And I was probably... <laughs> it was when she Ten. first started dancing to get in shape. I know. <laughs> I was very inspired by Rhythm Nation because my first single when I was very, when I only had an imaginary single, was the song I said that goes, come on down to Freedom Bridge. Come on down to Freedom Bridge. Mine was also about escaping hate and prejudice. Oh but it's come on down to Freedom Bridge. That was my first single. Come on down. I don't, I don't remember. I was like, let go of the hate. Come on and celebrate. I sang the same way in like ninth grade as I do now. Come on and celebrate. Sweet freedom. That was the word. Sweet freedom. Wow. Sweet freedom. Freedom. <laughs> Come on now. The Freedom Bridge. I should pull so out the demo with Freedom Bridge on it sometime. Yeah, that's very so like yeah, Michael yeah. McDonald, Eddie yeah. Murphy movie. Totally. Totally. Oh yeah. I thought Freedom Bridge was going to be a hit. Huge hit. And then I was all going to be a pop star named John McQueen. Okay. Miss You Much, Rhythm Nation, Escapade. Oh, right. We'll have a good time. Oh. Mariah Carey, that totally influenced her. Black Cat, you were right. Love will never do without you. Oh, so many good songs. Yeah. So, um, which Tammy should take note and maybe since he said Girls Want to Have Fun is 280s, which I did take to heart and I did listen. But, I mean, maybe rather than getting into Liza, you might want to get into Janet. In the well, yeah, born. I guess or you're in right. Addition well, to, in addition to. In addition to. In addition to. My Janet was all 90s. I mean, I loved all 80s Janet, too, but I really got into her in the 90s when I was in high school. With Janet? Yeah, when she came in with the holding her boobs with the jeans, uh -huh. lyric, That was movie. when Because at the end of Rhythm Nation, for those of you that don't know, she... Because in Rhythm Nation, she was all girdled up in tight black suits and Lesbian. hair that covered her, covered her double chin by curving under. 
And then, and she wasn't fat, but she was still a little chunky. And then at the last, she did like eight singles from Rhythm Nation. And then the last single was Love Will Never Do Without You, directed by Herb Ritz, featuring that black guy from um, from Amistad. And a they very were, special blonde wig. Yeah, they were running in the, the desert. And Janet revealed her new sexy, thin jean shorts with one button undone on top, man towel style. Yep. Um, <laughs> new sexy persona. And so mm. then the next album was was what? The Velvet Rope was next? I think so. Or what Janet, is, period? I think it was I Janet, I thought period. Janet was next. Let me look and then see. That's what you left? I kind of left probably while she was doing that one. With Rhythm Nation? No, after Rhythm Nation. Oh, Janet. Oh, I was right I on. She got all, which is, uh, what was the, that's the way love goes. Yeah, I was like doing Ooh. that, but then kind of left right that's after the that. Song, yeah, that's the song that turned me on to Janet of Hardcore. Wow. Well, there's, there's a lot of pleasure then. that Janet's has. As well. Did you say you were 35 by then? Beauty <laughs> <laughs> Golden, 50 the greatest looking 60 year old woman in Hollywood. And then in sync, covered it and sang it with her, and they recreated the video. And- that was good. Janet was next, and then Velvet Rope. Janet, and then after Janet Velvet Rope, the that's when it all went wrong, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because but, she just started to sing pussy, 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 pussy. Uh, it was like she stopped everything was pussy show. Yeah, that was a great, the old classic Janet hand on the yeah. boobs. The, the the song from that, my song from that was again that oh, yeah. sad ass ballad. Yeah. I was obsessed I with feel it. Today, yeah. yeah, exactly. Johnny God. My name is Brandy and I am in the nineties. Yeah. I'm a senior and I'm like, this is so meaningful. I know. God, this kind of music. It was like I hadn't heard like a lady singing like just with no like band and shit. Wow. Like, this is so everything. And you know who fucking Every ruined fucking it? thing. Who? Jermaine Dupree. Ruined Janet for everyone because he did all, like all the like Missy Elliott stuff with her and like it didn't work. It yeah. Didn't work. When was the when was the first bomb? What happened? When did that happen? What, what was that album in like 1998, 99 where she blew up? Like the song was everywhere. It was all like for you. Number one on TRL. Yes. All for you was the all last time she ever had a big a hit. hit. And then after that was all Jermaine Dupree and it all went downhill. You're right. It just didn't work after all for you. Cause that was a good video. Cause she said, it's just a jacket with yeah. only one sleeve on it. Just <laughs> a jacket. I still got my dancing moves. Catch the subway. We're in a weird video beach. Remember that? No. She that's like a like was all CGI. She's at the beach and she has oh, a goatee jacket with one sleeve. No, I don't remember. It's that. all for you. And I then that was her last Dupree hit. Was involved prior to '98. Was he not? I, don't I mean, know. that's when they started having sexual well, relationships. Actually, he started. He produced that all for you album. That was the first yeah, time they see? worked together, and then it went. And then really it just didn't. It stopped for some reason. The audiences were just not having Janet anymore. No, they were over it, hits and over Michael, and I was one yeah. of them. But I saw her at um, a club here when I first moved here with Jermaine Dupri at a booth, and she was in this hat to the side, and the hat was so goddamn sick. And I was like, the hat costs more than my parents are worth. <laughs> <laughs> and I just knew. I was like, I couldn't believe how sick it was. Oh, my God. Uh, well, you know what? Let's play. Uh, let's get into it. And you know what? Let's for If you haven't gotten into some old Janet, let's do a Janet Megamix oh, right now. Play again. Because please. it's good. Please. Let's do, do it. again, Johnny. 
What? Put again in the mega mix. <sighs> All right. Okay. <laughs> okay. It'll end with again. Okay. And when you hear that song, imagine Brandy looking probably exactly like she did now because you look still like you're in 12th grade uh, with sunglasses on and feeling sad about a boy in 12th grade, never having heard a woman sing with a, with no band and just yeah. light music before. I mean, like, this is a maze. Totes a maze. Hit it. Four, three, two, one.
goodness. Oh, uh, so Janet. Uh, you know, one of the other things that I'm just so excited about is the possibility of Aretha Franklin hosting Idol. <laughs> what? Mm, Aretha wow. Franklin has thrown her hat into the ring. Wow. <laughs> and someone, uh, I guess Katie, Kathy Gifford, uh, was like, I don't know if Aretha can do Idol because she has to travel by bus everywhere. And Aretha Franklin came out with a statement that was like, though I very much enjoy the Today Show and Kat and Kathy and Hoda, I was very disappointed to hear Kathy misspeak about me and my celebrity stardom. Oh, wow. I have very many fans of every type. The parents listen to me, the children listen to me. And let me tell you something. Well, I handle my business when I sign on the dotted line. Oh, oh. <laughs> I handle my business when I sign wow. on the dotted line. Because like now we've all learned that Miss Butterfly, Unicorn, Rainbow, Choo Choo Monster, Hello Kitty, Mariah Carey is the new judge on Idol, which I think is going to be great, actually. I'm down for it. Brandy? I think I will be tuning in. I yeah. mean, I need to see Mariah Carey. I mean, this fall for talent shows is going to be amazing. Brittany and Demi Lovato on fucking X Factor, which is getting to be so good. When is that coming on? September. Yeah. Every day, I'm Julie almost going to be on, Julie. Well, Julie. I can't wait. I've been getting tough, Julie. I've been getting tough, and I've been saying things like a new commercial show me saying main stuff. Yeah. Like, you're not, you do not have yeah. the X Factor. Ooh. And I'm not going to let you, I can't let you butcher that song. No, can't yeah, do it. Stop somebody. You know what? I've decided to channel my hate from the fans into my hate <laughs> for the contestants. <laughs> I'm channeling my hate. It's going to be so good. And I don't have to ever perform, which is what the greatest thing is. I just sit on my ass and I sneak a Cheeto under the table. <laughs> I sneak a Cheeto. I know so who the other judge should be, you guys. <laughs> oh, great. Oh, no. Jamie Lynn. <laughs> me, Jamie Lynn. Man. Oh, Jesus. I me, look, I'm I could do the host and welcome to X <laughs> The judges on Malibu, Hawaii. The judges on. The judges on Nick Nine on they fired me like they did that British man because they thought no one could understand what I was lying. <laughs> <laughs> Who is the host, I wonder? Uh, it's going to be Khloe Kardashian, I think. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. I expect her the host? Khloe Kardashian is probably the host. It was somebody, someone else had an offer and then they said no and they gave it to Khloe Kardashian. I just feel like Jillian Barbary, and I don't know if you guys know who that is or if you watch Good Day LA because that's what I watch in the morning here. <laughs> And the listeners, I don't know. Good Day LA was syndicated for a while, but she's, a, you know, she's been in broadcasting, as you would say about Wendy Williams. She's been in broadcasting for 20 years. She's a slutty, two tan California gal <laughs> who's great and funny, and she's pretty funny. Yeah. And like, I just think, does she just fucking die that Bethany gets her own talk show, uh. and now Khloe Kardashian with literally zero, zero. Zero experience. experience. Hosting anything. <laughs> Acting, hosting. He doesn't even do a podcast such as. Right, such as. The X Factor? I mean, it's just shocking. Like, well, people just must be fucking horrified. Chloe did have a nighttime radio talk show in Miami, if you remember from season That's one. That's true. Chloe Miami. after Great dark. Talk. Don't forget. You guys, come on. Come fucking on. That's like saying Caroline Manzo had a radio show. <laughs> Family.
Um, oh my God. Uh, well, it's going to be very exciting. The other thing that's exciting is that the New York Housewives is finally getting good, Julie. I love it. I love it. Because oh, so I was much. like, I hate it right now. I was not into it. I wasn't feeling it. I was still watching it, but I was not feeling it. In this episode, Julie, they brought it. They brought it big. That's when they had when the Countess Luanne had a <laughs> wine tasting party with her absurdly French boyfriend who said, we're going to play a wine game. <laughs> Come over here, Ramona. Don't be afraid. Sit down. Blindfold taste test. Tell us what you think of this wine. <laughs> and then it turns out she was tasting Ramona Pino. We and, have got to get Ramona Pino. Oh, my God. We definitely need to have a Ramona Pino tasting. No. You can only get online. Does Cuppa make it? No. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know what? As we heard on the last episode of uh, Housewives, Target stores are going to be carrying Ramona Pino very soon. Oh. Yes. I didn't even okay. know Target sold wine. That's amazing. Yeah. So it it's the New York House. And then this is the finally the first good cunty shade episode of fucking Housewives in a minute. And then they knew it was good. Right, Brandy? Because at the end... They played the preview like they would play the at, first episode. Yeah, like coming up this season on The Real Housewives. I can't be, even believe that was so shocking and out of the ordinary for them to play that. And then all I could do was think, why is every episode coming up better than this one? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I need to fucking watch it I guess right it, took, it took them a minute to get into the fucking groove, but they are really getting it. On, when it, They're fighting, calling each other white trash. Uh, they go on trips. They they all Sonya's are against each other. Out. Sonya's, Sonya's tits are out. Ramona Sonya. and Sonya are hooking up. Oh, I mean, it's getting Luanne good. Luanne up with that Johnny Depp guy? Yeah, Luanne has yes. an affair. Yes. Oh, my God, amazing. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, oh, well, Food Network star might be gone, but at least things are getting good on Housewives. So good. I love it. I oh can't my wait God. for the next episode. Well, it's been a wonderful little visit with all of you. We've had so much fun today. Uh, um, uh, don't forget to write us about hashtag the gayest weekend of all time or send me an email at johnnygaypimp.com. We want your feedback, your info, your interest. Let us know all about it. Come check me out in San Francisco, August 1st, August 2nd at the Versa Lounge and then at Cobb's Comedy Club or Atlanta at Jungle, August 15th. Doesn't that seem like fun? Now I can finally go to Swinging Richard Strip Club, Julie. Yay! They have boners. Ooh. They have boners! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> All right, my little gay babies, I love you. And remember, I want you to have champagne wishes and faggoty dreams from Hollywood! Hollywood.